0: And now, introducing the man behind Would You Rather Glenn's Day, a day in which one lucky listener will get their choice between either listening to Glenn sing the hits such as Here I Go with Glenn, You're the First, the Last, My Every Glenn, and If Not Now, Glenn, or watching our affable host perform movies such as Glen Essence Man or Glenn Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross Live. I'm just kidding. Nobody wants that. He is Glenn Clark. The name of the the songs again is I really like the first one. Um here I go a Glen. Here I
1: go a Glen, yes.
0: You're the first, the last, my every Glen. Yeah, I didn't want I think that one was you threaded
1: that one into double coverage. <laughs> I think that one was there were there were two defenders all over the receiver there and you tried to throw it anyway. Oh
0: I was proud of that one.
1: Yeah, I think the first one was it was really good. The second that one I think it was for a little force.
0: And then the third one is if not now, Glenn.
1: Yeah, I mean and that one's good, but I feel like it, it works better when it's um a multi syllable word that includes Glen at the start. I, I I have had a few friends over the course of my life who uh, refer to me as Glenjamin. Glen <laughs> Glenjamin, <laughs> uh, including a girl that I was dating, right? Um, who like was obsessed with like like I don't think she ever called me Glen. She called me Glenjamin all the time, like really as if it was my name. Like not even like in a way that was silly, or and then we were young at the time. This wasn't even like a silly or fun way at some point. It just became, like it, we could be fighting and she'd be like, Glenjamin. I'd be like, okay, this is really hard to take you seriously right now. Like it's very <laughs> difficult for me to listen to whatever it is that you're about to say because that's a cheeky version of my name. That's not a, like, it was very, it was a really weird bit, like yeah. a really, really <laughs> like weird that, bit.
0: Like that episode of The Office, Jim, is that short for James? Yeah, or G- Jimothy? <laughs> Jimothy. Jimothy, 100%. All
1: right, good morning. Woo, hello. It is Glenn Clark Radio. Uh, I am the aforementioned Glenjamin Clark, and he is Paul Valley. And uh, much to do on the program today. Thank you to everyone who came out for the Tyus Bowser show last night. Uh, I know there were a lot of uh, toys that were collected and gift cards for uh, the toy drive that Great Eights Memorabilia is doing, the Holiday of Hope event uh, presented by West Banco. And I, I got to be honest with you, man, that, that it just warms my heart to be doing good things. Uh, now we'll talk more about the co-drive here in a second. But thank you to all of you who came out. It was, uh, it was an awesome atmosphere, despite the fact that the Ravens lost the Steelers on Sunday. And sometimes that can be tough. Uh, thank you to Tyus and James Prochet who joined him. We will uh, take a listen to some of that a little bit later on. Tyus Bowser's show brought to you by... My bookie, press PressBox, Grade 8's Memorabilia, as well as Window Depot Baltimore, windowdepotbaltimore.com, and also Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, duffysgaragemd.com. Um, we are going to listen. It's up as well in the uh, archives, and also you can see the video at facebook.com slash pressboxsports and pressboxonline.com slash video. Um, and then I'll, I just add in to all of that, that we are looking forward to one more Tyus Bowser show. That's it. That's all. Like, when we agreed to this, we decided we we're going to do eight of them and we didn't want to uh, burn it out. And we didn't want, like we just wanted it to be fresh and there'd be a lot to discuss. And so the next one's the last one. I mean, it's it. That's the, uh, as the boys to men would say, we'll follow you down to the end of the road and we're going to have to let go. It's, it's unnatural. You belong to Tyus. Anyway, the more of the story (laughs) is, I could I could listen to Boys to Men all. We could just do a Boys to Men show, and just talk about Boys to Men for two hours, and I think it would be better than what I typically do. Um, But that's it. The twenty-first is your last chance. We will be at Skipjacks on Bel Air Road in Overly. If you've been saying to yourself, "Man, I gotta get out for one of these," Tyus Bowser is a hell of a player. He's having a Pro Bowl caliber season. I'd love to meet him, which you know is is free and his special guests, and he's brought out some awesome special guests this season, Adafi Owe, and Patrick Queen, and Chuck Clark, and Deshaun Elliott, and as I mentioned, James Prochet last night. If you've been waiting, you are running out of time. This is it. Last chance on the 21st at Skipjacks in Overly, the final Tyus Bowser show, at least for the 2021 season. I don't know what things might look like uh, come next year. But this is your last chance to get out and meet Tyus Bowser. So please make sure you join us on the 21st for the final Tyus Bowser Show of the year. Uh, In addition to the Tyus Bowser Show, which will be coming up a little bit later on today, we will talk some more about the Maryland situation. Mike DeCoursey, of course, college basketball analyst for the Sporting News, as well as Big Ten Network, is going to check in with us. Uh, We'll get his thoughts on what's going on there. And we will also check in with uh, Drew Forrester, as we do every Wednesday, because, because I guess we must... Uh, we'll check in with him. Are we Are we struggling
0: on Facebook? Is something
1: going on there?
0: Yeah, the, the original page froze, so I'm reloading
1: it. All right. We will, for those of you that are waiting to, uh, to, to join us, that have uh, popped over to audio because the video ain't working, my apologies. My apologies. We are trying to get that uh, squared away. As I uh, tried telling you yesterday, we are working on some serious upgrades to uh, our video presentation specifically. Then uh, I I also have plans to try to uh, upgrade the audio presentation. We are what we are, and I'm so sorry for that. I wish I didn't have to say those things. I wish I could tell you that we had a a billion-dollar budget and that we could do whatever we would like. You could do whatever you like. We're just going to do hip-hop and R&B references all throughout the morning, which I'm in favor of, for the record um i wish i could tell you that it's unfortunately not the case we are uh, limited to what we can do when we can do it a big thank you to ben lamoon for uh, coming in to help us out this week as we uh, work on the video side of things i'm hoping by next week we will have an upgraded video look for you i'm hoping that that will prove to be the case we shall see all right um What's uh, what is uh, what was I gonna say here? Oh right, yeah, I did all that. I did all the preamble. So I was a little bit late this morning. I had an incident at my uh, at my home, and I'm I am actually looking for opinions on the how it is that I handled this. By the way, if you'd like to participate in Would You Rather Wednesday, the scenarios are up at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. We are giving away another twenty five dollar gift card to Glory Days Grill. They're at uh, Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter or Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio for you to participate. So get to those. But I'm, I'm, uh, I'm running late this morning, and the reason why I was running late is because I walk out of my house, and there's uh, a Yukon Denali in our driveway. Now, at my house, we live on a farm. We share a driveway with two other houses. It's a long driveway, which is very annoying come trash night and recycling night. It's obnoxious, especially in the winter. I truly loathe it because it is a production to get my trash and recycling down to the driveway. So I walk out to the driveway, and there's this Yukon Denali sitting out there, and I I know our neighbors. I I know the people that, that li- There's only a couple, because otherwise, where we live, you got to go quite a ways before you see other anyone else. And I say, well, this is weird. And uh, the young lady who's in the Denali also knows that it's weird. She knows that I know. It's a I-know-you-know-she-knows thing. She knows that I know that she's she doesn't go here if you will right like she's a visitor from another school what the hell's going on here and she uh she rolls down her window and she says hey is shannon in there and i said it's like uh, she's like asking me if it's like uh, snakes in the first home alone movie Sna- snakes I don't, I don't know no snakes like, we're talking shannon there's no shannon here what are you looking for lady she's like oh i'm i'm sorry I'm like, all right, well, she went to the wrong house. That's fine. Life goes on. She'll uh, she'll get, start moving her truck, everything'll be quite okay, quite okay. And she doesn't do that. And I'm walking in my car and I'm like, Well, this is this is strange. I say, Hey, I, I said there's no Shannon here. She said, Well, maybe it's what about that house? And points to the other house that we shared. you know, that we shared the drive. And I said, I know I know all the people that live in these houses. The, the, I don't know no snakes. I don't care if uh, AC said you owe me 10%. I don't know no snakes. And she said, huh. Well, I think maybe she was just here for the night. What, What, is this a college dormitory? Like, just here for the night? What does that mean? Shit. I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions. So I look back at her and I say, huh. All right. Well, what's the address you were given? Right? Because, you know, that might... That might explain a thing or two. Might get to the bottom of it once I know what the address is that she's uh, supposedly looking for. She says to me, well, I'm looking for, and I'll change the numbers for the, the sake of all the parties involved. She said, I'm looking for 76002, which happens to be the correct address for this house behind us. 76002. Not really, but I'm just going with that. I say all right then, I mean, you are at the right place, I mean, they somehow you came up with it, you got it, it's the, and she's got a trusting face, you know, like, you look at her, you're like, I don't think this is somebody that uh, intends to do any sort of harm here, and so I'm sitting there sort of skeptically, like, what do, what do I do? What is my responsibility in this moment?
0: Was she wearing a police officer's uniform with no. a gold tooth? No,
1: none of that. Not, did not appear to be any sort of wet bandit. Did not appear to be someone who was going to break into the house and then leave the water on and, and, and nab my pocket translator. Did not appear to be the case. So what exactly do you do in a situation like this? because I don't have uh, the things that Kevin McAllister had should I need to protect my home. They're not available to me. So what is my obligation as someone who is the owner of a home and this person who might very well be waiting for someone named Shannon who has just spent the night at uh, my neighbor's house is it my job to now call all of my neighbors and say, are you all housing? Do I need to be the manager of this situation? Or do I need to say, these are all adults. They very well could have invited somebody over, and this, this person is here to pick them up. I don't know. And so I literally sit in my car. I, I'm like, what, "What? do I just drive away? Do I see if she starts to drive away? What do I do here? And ultimately, the answer is, of course, because I'm a coward, nothing. I do nothing. At some point, I look at the clock and I say, I've got to get to work. I'm going to be late for the Glenn Clark radio program, and that's troublesome because I'm Glenn Clark. (laughs) That's not good. Others might be late for the Glenn Clark radio hour. I shouldn't be because I'm I'm the guy. It would cause some problems around these parts. The millions and millions of Glenn Clark radio fans would be very disappointed should I not be here for the start of the program. I'm going to need to leave. So I do nothing. I ultimately leave it to chance. Maybe this young lady was truly there to pick up a Shannon from from a neighbor's house. Or perhaps this young lady was there casing the joint, as the kids might say. Perhaps... We're the what, what? What does he say? This is the this. The, we're the silver tuna. Perhaps we are. <laughs> My home is the silver tuna. It's the one she's been waiting for. She's been making her way up and down Manor Road. She's been deciding which house to pop into, and she decided that tonight at eight o'clock she's hitting the silver tuna.
0: Boy, is she! I don't
1: have cardboard cutouts to stick in the living room to dance around to uh, Brenda Lee tonight to make it look like we got a whole party going on. I, I don't have the ability to do that. What do I do? Did did I... Was it the right thing for me to just assume the best?
0: Well, yeah, because we all know Glenn Clark doesn't have fancy things.
1: I That's a fact. I've made that abundantly clear. So, I own nothing of so value. So she's
0: going to go in take a look around and be, be like... be very disappointed. Ah, yeah, she's going to be here.
1: very disappointed. Like, if she can haul a dryer out, I think we have a nice dryer. So if she can manage to get that out, I'd be very disappointed because a dryer... You need one of those, and they're quite expensive. Mm -hmm. So she manages to get my dryer (laughs) out. I do have a stockpile of Old Bay hot sauce because when we thought they were discontinuing it, I wanted to make sure I had plenty to last me for at least a
0: year. So do you use enough of that to stockpile? Because I, I have one. I use it all the time, all, I have all one the time. And it, it expired. And I had it for less That's than a year. Great.
1: That's not great. That's not expired. What do you mean yeah. expired?
0: The best buy date. I well, don't. That that I non, nonsense. I generally don't
1: use things past it's the best buy date. It's hot sauce, bro. This is not. Like this is not a you know I try to think of what would be a problem. It's not a, a gallon of milk. This is <laughs> this is not a, a loaf of bread that we're talking about. It's some hot sauce. You're fine.
0: I am well known to be very finicky when it comes to my uh, that's expiration a, that's, dates.
1: That's a, it depends on the uh, the item that we're discussing here as to whether or not that's relevant. So. I, she, you're right she's not going to find a lot of nice things which is part of the reason why I'm not panicked about it right like I'm not really I think my wife probably left her iPad at the house but like what? I don't know it's an eight. I don't even know how much an iPad costs anymore what, they're cheap aren't What? They're cheap, aren't they they're not like it, we didn't get a nice one <laughs> like we didn't get it like de- a it depends on the high end iPad I think iPad you can get just a regular iPad anymore I think it's like a, the, the, the it's like a Microsoft Zoom at this point like you can just get whatever you want to get I, I don't I don't, we don't. I don't own a video game system. Like not I don't. One. No. Uh, I think I got. I think I'm not. I think we got a Wii sitting somewhere, but it hasn't been used. If it if it were to disappear, we we live. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't game. Uh. We we have old ass TVs. Like I never buy a new TV, and I do it specifically because I don't ever want to be heartbroken if I lose something. Fair enough. I, I never. I never want to go through that uh, feeling. So I just don't have nice things. It's the way it, I. I. I like. I. I I grew up broke so I'm used to it and I'm not much more than broke any longer for what it's worth. So I'm just, you know, things don't bother me. But still, I don't want her actually going through the I don't want this young lady lying about a Shannon then going in and going through my house and causing a mess that I would have to clean up later. That's that's uh, I don't want to deal with that. My poor wife cuz I'm definitely going to make her do it and say I got to work later tonight <laughs> if that's the case, right? Like I don't want her to have to go through that. So did I do the right thing or should I have take should i have been more of a vigilante in this situation should i have i did think about this at one point this is not a bit i i stopped at the end of the driveway because we got a long driveway i stopped and i said i'm gonna go back and take a picture of her license plate because i i know she's in a black yukon denali but i don't know where her license plate number is and so if something happens i'll be able to alert the authorities i'll be able to say well, it was the Sticky Bandits, and they were wearing, you know, I'd be able to say she was in the Black Denali, and here's, she'd be able to find her pretty simply if that's the case, but is that, am I being too paranoid? Am I, am I acting unreasonably? Would somebody say, dude, this is clearly, a, like, nobody's just sitting in your driveway casing your house, that's insane, that's not a real thing that actually happens, that literally happens in, you know, in a 1991 movie, that's not a real thing that occurs in the year of our Lord 2021. Um, she was clearly just picking up a, someone from a neighbor's house. They had a, they had a gathering or party. Or I guess the second question is, should I elite, immediately have... I, I, I realize I don't have all my neighbors and in, in no phone numbers in my phone, but my wife does. Should I immediately have called my wife and said, call all the neighbors and make sure there's a Shannon, right? Like, or, or is that Karen behavior?
0: I feel like if you called your wife and said, hey, just make sure the neighbors have a Shannon, that's not, that's not too big a deal. But doesn't uh, it
1: feel like she's like spying on them if she starts going, call- ah, do you have a Shannon there? Were you housing a Shannon last night? Well, if she explains it-
0: the, sc- the scenario... That there's a woman that... But she heard. doesn't know the scenario. Well, you could tell her the yeah, scenario. Yeah, but she's
1: not good at translating the scenario. Fair, fair enough. you got to understand. This w- is the, why we have the pocket translator, that we're going to trade in at the airport so we can fly home from Paris. We've got... Uh, they, she's got uh, dangly earrings, the whole thing, right? Like, she's not good at... Tra- the more likely scenario, knowing my bride, is that she will call and she will say, Who is Shannon? <laughs> And why is someone sitting in our driveway? Like, not exactly like that, but something more along those lines. If
0: it makes you feel any better, I've been in a parking space and seen a big pickup truck back into the space in front of me as I was sitting in my car about to get out Mm -hmm. and back up really, really close to my car Mm -hmm. to the point where, like, if they start their car, and you know how, like, if you you drive a stick, the car will back up for a split second before Mm -hmm. you go forward to the point where I wrote down their... License plate number, just in case they started their car, backed into mine a little bit, and took off, just to be on the safe side. So, if you went back and wrote down the license plate number, but I don't think I'd fault th- you. Yeah, I, th- th- I think I'd fault you for turning around to go back. I, this
1: is, would she be creeped out by that? And then she now knows my neighbors. Would she tell my neighbors that? And now I'm that guy in the neighborhood. And th- this is the entirety of the neighborhood. I want to make that very clear. Where we live, it's 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 just us. We 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 know one other literally one other neighbor, and that's not true. I know uh, Mr. Smithick who lives across the street. So I know, I guess five of, four of my neighbors, four people that live on this road. I'm aware of. Would she then say this creep was taking pictures of my my license plate, and now they're like this? I think about all these things. This is part of being a Virgo. I think about all these things, all the empathy stuff. Like it all runs through. I'm considering every oh, possible way. Trust me, of I'm this. a Virgo
0: myself. I know what you're yeah, talking about so, now. Now, here's the thing, though. You can think about that and say, oh, maybe I'll be that guy to the rest of my neighborhood. But then when your neighborhood people come to you and they say something about it, you say, I will stop at nothing to protect my family. What can they say? What can they say? I don't know. You're a good father and a great husband. Maybe,
1: but wouldn't they think that you're kind of a – Like, if somebody said that to you while they were walking out of their house with their AK-47 (laughs) – Wouldn't you say to yourself, okay, I'm not sure I'm cool with this. I think we have a new relationship now as neighbors. I think we have problems.
0: Where did an AK-47
1: because come from? Because the don't way you said one. it came off very AK-47-ish. You but don't know that y- I don't have an AK-47? I'm pretty sure Glenn <laughs> Clark doesn't have record, one. <laughs> I don't own an AK-47. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I don't own an AK-47. I've never shot an AK-47. Um, I don't even know. I, if I'm being completely honest with you, I'm not sure I could identify an AK-47 in the lineup. I think I could, but I don't know that I could. If they were similar guns, that were, I'm not sure that I could. Um, but but Siri, the way that you just said it, came off very John Rambo esque. <laughs> like it came off very much. Yeah, I, I would, would do <laughs> anything. <laughs> Like, eat me? Is that what you're trying to tell me? That if necessary to protect your family, you will eat me alive? So now we're it's, in the movie it, alive. Now
0: we're, now we're in the Himalayas. But it comes off a little
1: creepy, Paul. It comes off a little aggressive. <laughs> or does it come out I'm off I'm just like trying to a a have a nice chat with my neighbor. I don't know that it comes off that you're a badass, man. I think it <laughs> comes Rambo's off John Rambo's a like, badass. I, mean, I understand, but again, we're not living in a place where we need John Rambo yet. to come save us from the natives we we're, <laughs> we're living in a place where it's just three pe- three ha- homes we're
0: living in a, in a society yes
1: where everything has been functional until shannon shannon has brought this pox upon our ecosystem that we have been functioning in as a group of neighbors and everything's been fine and i don't know what to do now because of shannon And I'm not sure. And by the way, the uh, opinions appear to be split about what I should have done. Um, Oh, also split on, uh, what the hell is wrong with John? Oh, John, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, 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 Jeff says, uh, Glenn, you're an idiot. Just wait until Shannon shows up, and then you'll know she's good. Well, I couldn't do that, Jeff, because I had to be here for the start of Glenn Clark Radio. Because, again, I'm Glenn Clark. If I was doing Steve Stevenson radio, I probably could have said, like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll show up a little bit late today. But I'm not. This is Glenn Clark radio. I imagine you've, had, it very so, like, difficult. you've
0: had a similar tantrum in an airport when you couldn't find your ID. I'm Glenn no,
1: Clark. No, no, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. <laughs> well, I am Glenn Clark, but I'm not that <laughs> guy. Uh, uh, Aaron says, uh, Glenn, almost certainly not an actual problem. You, you don't really have much to worry about.
0: I'm, I'm on her side with this one.
1: I don't know. I think it's a, a male, Aaron. Oh. oh. Yeah, I think. I think it is. I'm on their um, side. Their, that's way. smart. That's what. Uh, that's how the way we play that in 2021. Um, I think so, but should I at least do some sort of follow-up? Should I? We don't have a ring doorbell. We should look into that. This might mm-hmm. be the day that changes things, and this might be the day I get myself the old ring doorbell. How much do those ring doorbells cost anymore?
0: Oh, man. I, I don't know. 180 bucks. Oh, that's be- not that
1: bad. I should get one of those, right? Yeah.
0: If they're only 180, I, this is just. What do they cost? Someone the tell me
1: what a ring do, a ring doorbell uh, would it. run me. We live out in in Pleasantville, uh, so I've never really thought it necessary to get the old Ring Doorbell. But now that we know that there are rogue Shannons just running around the place, I might be forced to get a Ring Doorbell. It just might be the time. Oh, they, they're a they're hundred bucks. Oh, we're getting one of them.
0: The Ring Doorbell 3 Do you is have to bucks. buy a new
1: one every year though? That was probably, probably not. When they introduced tile, everybody's like, this is a great idea, tile, I'll get a tile, right? I'll stick one in my, on my keys, I'll stick one somewhere in my car just in case someone steals my car. They'll be, and then they're like, no, that doesn't work. Like, I'm this almost is not a, certain my sister
0: a, has never replaced her ring I've, doorbell, and it, it still works. You're
1: sure and it's good? Because I never, I just threw away my tile after one year. I just, when I found out you just had to keep buying them year after year, I'm like, see ya. I'm not, I mean, what? it was a Christmas present the first time I got it. So I was like, well, this is nice. I'll, I'll use this. And if I lose my keys, which has happened because I have small children and they like to play with things, I legitimately had to take the light rail into work one day because my kids, before I woke up, one of them, I don't remember which one it was, started playing with my keys and could not find them. Literally, we ripped apart the house, and it was the same situation where I was going to end up being late to Glen Clark Radio, which, again, troublesome, given my role in the Glen Clark Radio. Um, I had to take the light rail to work that particular day. <laughs> oh, man. Because, the, so I was like, this will be great. I'll get a tile for my keys. And then I find out you get a, need to get a new tile every year. And I'm like,
0: I'm out. I'm out. Well, I'm, you're in, not doing this. Unless Ring is made by a certain fruit company, I don't think that you'll have to get a new one. I think that once you get one, you're good. Unless right. it breaks. All right. This
1: might, today might be the day where I decide it's time for the old Ring doorbell. Uh,
0: Shannon, just changing your life.
1: Shannon, man. What the hell is going on with Shannon?
0: And from
1: Steve. Steve says, Glenn, I I guess this is just uh, your way of saying there's not much going on in the world of sports. No, this was important. I don't care if the Orioles had traded for Ken Griffey Jr. today, which I think is very likely. Uh, I was going to be talking about this particular subject, Rick. It's very important. He says, but that being said, you probably should have just gone ahead and snapped the picture. You could have done it overtly. Could I have, though? Could I have done it overtly? Is there an overt way to snap a picture of somebody's...
0: Maybe if license you license plate if you act like you forgot something, you run back in the house, come out carrying something that you didn't have when okay, you went but, in. But and understand then you take the picture.
1: This is what you need to know. All right. Long ass driveway, right? Mm-hmm. My car is we have a, we built a little garage, like an open garage. Okay. I'm right here. She is right there. Right? So there's no way for me to get like getting to there to get the picture of the license plate, there's no natural way for me to do it. My house is over here. So my house is here. Mm-hmm. G- built the little garage right there. She's right there. And then that other house, like over there, right? She's right there. So I I I've got to go this way mm-hmm. to get out, to get to the road. There's no natural way for me to go. Like
0: So you hadn't already gotten to the end of the driveway. You were still sitting where you were. I, you- I sat
1: in the car for a minute. And then when I started thinking about should I take a picture of the you know, the license plate? I was somewhere down here. I had so you stopped.
0: Co- so you couldn't turn around. Well, it would have been. If you have to turn around and come back, it looks like you're coming back to, go, to run into the house. And yeah, you but either have the picture or you it. But I got to go
1: way back here in order to do that. It's way over the top. Like It's abundantly clear at that point. What it is that I'm doing. Because, again, the house is right there.
0: Well, then, no. If you had already passed the point where you could have gotten... There's no turning back at this point. You just got to That's what I'm saying. There no roll, real you you natural way for me to do this. I'm pretty sure it's a safe roll of the dice, but you, you roll them either way.
1: Should I send... Should I call the Chicago Police Department and have them do a welfare check Chicago on Chicago PD is on, on, on TV tonight. On my son. No, I, I, I'm not concerned about that. But <laughs> should I send them over to do a welfare check on, on the boy?
0: Uh, Hyper online three!
1: Should I do something like that? Yes. Okay, all right. We're going
0: to do that. You will stop at nothing to protect your family.
1: John Rambo over here getting all excited. All
0: right, so that's, uh, that's what's
1: going on today. I don't really care about anything else. That's what's going on today. Would you rather Wednesday scenarios are up? We'll get to those in a little bit. Today's program is also brought to you by uh, Window Nation. It is December. The weather is cold. You know the way this works. Just, you know, I mean, it happens like this every year. Energy prices start going up. You're getting higher energy bills. But the good news is that Window Nation is here to help. For December only, 50% off all style windows and a house of windows for only $99 a month. Call Window Nation today, 866 90 Nation, or visit WindowNation.com. Um, I did just as far as the things that actually occurred, and there wasn't much of it, clearly, with the Ravens being off yesterday. We are um, waiting to see. The question I got from a couple people is, will they add a veteran cornerback? I mean, maybe, but who? Who is out there right now that you think is stepping in and making some sort of difference for the Ravens? It's a genuine question that I have. Who do you think that player is that's available on December 8th that can come in and help? And I'm not trying to say that they won't sign someone, because I think they will. I remember a year ago, they signed Pierre Desir, and they signed Tremont Williams, They'll, they'll s- probably end up signing some street free agent, but like, do you think it's that somebody that's coming in to play? Someone that's coming in? Drake Kirkpatrick's name has come up a few times. Of course, somebody that uh, we saw a little bit in the AFC North because uh, he was with Cincinnati. They want to sign Drake Kirkpatrick by all means, but do you think he's coming in and playing on Sunday? Do you think he's coming in and making a difference? Oh, you're not getting a difference maker at this point. Come on, man. This is they got what they got, and it's tough and it sucks. I mean, to have to trust your season to Anthony Averett and Chris Westry in Brandon Stevens is a difficult thing, it, but that's what it is.
0: It's crazy because back during training camp, and I'm not saying that Sean Wade would have been the be all end all, but they were talking about trading Sean Wade, and I was like, everybody every year says that the Ravens are so deep at corner. And then by the end of the season, they have three or four guys who are on IR. We shouldn't be trading any corners. Now I'm not saying I'm right because Sean Wade, he probably would have been cut at some point this year anyway. Maybe. But every year we talk about their depth and every year this happens
1: um you know something something similar somewhere along the lines i hear what you're saying and i know that revisiting uh, who knows if sean wade is a football player or not right Mm -hmm. like who knows again not
0: saying he'd be a difference maker but this happens every year
1: um yeah but uh, sometimes they just know sometimes they just know this guy can't do it Mm -hmm. like this guy it we made a mistake here and you know that you don't get credit for that because you were still the one that made the mistake. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's still on you. Just because you identified the mistake, I, I, you didn't compound the mistake in that situation. Sean Wade hasn't done anything with the Patriots. Right. You know, like, he hasn't been a player in any sort of way. That doesn't mean he's never going to be a football player. It doesn't mean that if he weren't in a certain situation, he couldn't help. But I, doing the revisionist history thing about Sean Wade, it just doesn't... At the time, sure, you're saying abandoning a draft pick is, is a weird bit. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what we talked about at the trade deadline, which is you're in line to have about a billion draft picks next year. Are you really going to have all those draft picks on your roster? Right. Are they really all going to make the roster? And I know you like to have extra picks to have ammo to try to move up and get a guy that you really like during the course of the draft, but are you really going to put eight rookies on your roster mm-hmm. next year? And, and it's a relevant question that needs to be asked. It's something that you don't want to deal with, but like you need to ask that question: Are you really putting this number of players on your roster next season, or could you have used that to have added, a, you know, some depth somewhere this year at the trade deadline? And again, that's not to say they didn't attempt to do that. I want to make that very clear. Um, but you know, I, I don't think Sean Wade would be the difference in helping this football but team it's at more this point.
0: An insert name here. Just any any corner, because now you you're lacking the depth. I, that I, you I I hear
1: you. I, you're gonna you lose three quarters of your starting secondary. You're gonna be screwed. you're gonna be screwed. Yeah. There's just no way for it. It's one thing to say you need to have depth. It's another thing to say you need to have depth for your depth. Yeah. At some point, there is a limit to how many nfl caliber football players even exist there have been moments for anthony Averett, there have been moments for chris, chris 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 westry you hope and combined with jimmy smith you hope that that group of guys is at least serviceable enough for this not to be a disaster it's gonna have to require all of these scenarios have to require more from lamar jackson the, the, I, I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson is who's replacing Marlon Humphrey, but let's get real about this.
0: You're going to have to win some shootouts, probably.
1: Or you know, something similar to that. Maybe it's not a shootout, but you're going to have to score more points than you've been scoring for mm-hmm. sure. Even if the defense plays reasonably well, you're still going to have to score more points than you've been scoring. So the story, as much as we make it, whatever we want to make it about, we want to make it about the two-point conversion. We want to make it about Marlon Humphrey's injury. We want to make it about all those things. And we want to say, hey, it looks like the Ravens just might, they might be at a breaking point, something along those lines. The story is one thing. Can your quarterback get back to playing the way that he was earlier in the season? If he can, you at least are going to have a chance. Still going to be a very slim chance given everything you're up against, but you'll you'll have a chance. If he can't, we know the answer. If he can't play that way moving forward, there's no chance. There's one path to the Ravens being relevant in January, and it's Lamar Jackson playing a high level of football. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the end of the the end of the that, line.
0: But that was probably the case before Marlon Humphrey got hurt.
1: I, you say that, and you're, mm, you might be right. But like seeing what they did against the Browns last week, there was some scenario where they were just rounding into form as a defense. Mm-hmm. And we saw Patrick Queen playing really good football, and obviously Tyus has played really good football, and they were more capable of giving you something on the defensive side of the ball, like what they did against the Browns, that could, you allow, could allow you to survive even if Marlon Humphrey wasn't playing at an MVP level. right? Lamar. That if he was just... What did I say? Marlon Humphrey. Oh, sorry, thank you. Even if Lamar Jackson wasn't playing at an MVP level. If he was just playing reasonable football to go along... Not throwing four interceptions, but playing reasonable football and the defense was playing at a very high level, that might be enough, maybe not for you to win a Super Bowl, but for you to do something come the postseason. It's harder to fathom that Mm -hmm. now without Marlon Humphrey being on the field. It's harder to fathom that you could get that. You really are kind of down to either Lamar Jackson plays really well or this thing just isn't going to work.
0: So if the Ravens manage to win two more games and mm-hmm. somehow get into the playoffs with <clears throat> is it still a success at this point because we were talking super <clears throat> excuse me. yes we were talking yeah super i mean Bowl obviously
1: you measure everything like for the totality of the season versus the circumstances that they dealt with it's it's a conversation that we'll have when we get to that point yeah. like how we measure it but yeah i, I don't know right now I, I i don't know because this is also still a franchise that th- th- they've got to figure out they they they'll tell you their window is forever right like Mm. that's the way they operate we always our window is always open when you're the Baltimore Ravens and so you know they might live with the fact that things just didn't work out in that particular season they put their best foot forward they didn't mortgage anything in order to make this season happen it's not as if they went into salary cap hell to try to make this season a possibility and then it went south due to injury right? right so you know all of those things. Context is relevant for all of it, and we'd probably all be willing to sit back and say, "All right, they are still in pretty good shape if they get everybody back. They got a couple of decisions they got to make with certain guys, but they'll likely be in pretty good shape as as long as Ronnie Stanley can be Ronnie Stanley again. And that's a huge question that will linger over this organization, given the significance of what he's been through. Right. Then you're going to feel like you're going to have a chance moving forward. Mm-hmm. We got to get a break. We're running late. We got to get to segment number one of the Tyus Bowser show. We're going to do that next. Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube Service Center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio.
2: What's up, everybody? This is Ties Bowser. And I can't wait to see you guys for the Ties Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Ties Bowser Show.
3: The next Ties Bowser Show is Tuesday, December 21st at Skipjacks on Bel Road in Overly. The show is brought to you by PressBox. Grade 8's memorabilia, Window Depot Baltimore, Window Depot, Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Duffy's Garage, MD.com. and the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard joins the show courtesy
0: of My Bookie. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A Catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details.
4: That first sip. (gasps)
5: The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Maryland, this is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org.
0: Window Depot Baltimore provides the highest quality pro-via windows, doors, and siding for all budgets. The best is finally affordable. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 410-941-3499. They also offer Zoom and FaceTime consultations in an effort to practice social distancing. A proud sponsor of the Tyus Bowser Show, you can find out more at windowdepotbaltimore.com.
3: every thursday 11 30 a.m if you miss anything don't forget that you can find whole shows later on spotify apple or amazon podcast it's glenn clark radio
1: all right back in here on gcr as we continue along on today's program if you missed it last night shame on you but good news you get to listen right now segment number one of the tyus bowser show from the bowman on harford road in parkville
6: From all of the biggest games to the smallest events, make every bet worth your while with MyBookie. Start by doubling your first deposit instantly with MyBookie's first deposit bonus up to $1,000. Double your money before you even place a bet, and all you have to do is sign up and deposit using the exclusive promo press box at MyBookie.ag. If your first deposit is $100, MyBookie adds $100, so you start with $200 to play with. If your first deposit is $1,000, MyBookie adds $1,000, so you start with $2,000 to play with. With tons of great games and prop bets to take advantage of this week, there is truly something for everyone. So don't wait any longer. Head to MyBookie today to redeem your double deposit bonus so you can start winning big today. That is promo code Pressbox. To receive double your first deposit instantly on your account, no hassle, no wait. So bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my booking.
1: That's what I'm talking think? How'd she do, Ty? She did great.
6: I yeah. did better than the last time. Remember did. the last time? Yeah, the
2: last time. I was, love. It was I'm a struggling yeah, that day. but. You did good. Tyus you did is good. a
1: broadcast pro now. He's basically, like, he's, he's an old hat at this. So, before soon. This is not a joke. When before the season, Tyus and I were talking about how the show was going to go. He admitted his biggest concern was, like, do I have to do all that? <laughs>
2: no, for real. I honestly thought I was about to be doing what you're doing oh right my now. Gosh. That's why we got Rita here. To yeah. take care right, so I'll do, I'll
6: do it for you. Yeah. I got Appreciate
2: you.
1: Appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please make some noise for the host of the program? He is Mr. Tyus Bowser. Man. man, man, man. Oh, man, man. oh, we're so close to just having a party tonight It just being the most celebratory thing yeah. ever, man. So yeah. close to that. It's yeah. what it is. It's the nature of the beast, dude. That's the nature of the beast. It's I, yeah, I, you know what's funny? I think a lot of people don't believe the like, they believe that you guys just don't care. That, like, whatever, I make a lot of money, I'll go home, my life is fine. You you sat down next to me tonight. and I was like, "How you doing?" And
2: what'd you say to me? Oh, I'm all right. It's, you know, <laughs> like, just whatever. You know.
1: And I was like, just because of the game.
2: Yeah, just because <laughs> of the game. Just because of the game. I mean, when you play the Steelers, it it means a little bit more. You know, just because it's the Steelers. So to come up short, man, I'm I'm still I'm still you know a little upset about that.
1: Oh, man, so close, so close. Yeah. All right. Let's introduce your guest tonight. Uh, tell me about this young man that you brought out with uh, you.
2: Out of Dallas, Texas, one of my Texas boys, um, number eleven wide receiver, James Prochet. What's
7: good? What's good? What's good? Oh,
1: James, thank you so much for coming out tonight. Do, uh, how do you like? Are you? If I said the same thing to you that I just said to Tyus, like, how you doing, man? What would be your response be? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's what it is. It's what it is. It's just, there's nothing we can do about it now. Well, as always, we're going to talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Then we're going to have some fun because that's the way we do things on this show. That's the way that it works on the Tyus Bowser show. We were here at the Bowman a few weeks back after the miracle that was the Detroit game. Yes. And we talked then about, like, do you watch? Do you. So I want to put the same thing in reverse because mm-hmm. it doesn't always go your way, right? Yeah. So take me through
2: those moments. I mean, first of all, you know, there's all this speculation about should, should we have went for one, should we went for two. Me personally, I thought it was a great choice, in my opinion. I was glad that we went for two. Like, I got no problem with it. I have no problem with it. Like, it's the Steelers, man. Win this game. Like, we ain't trying to go in overtime with them. Win the game, let's go home, celebrate but i mean i was on the edge of the sideline you know full face at the whole entire play and you know you see him throw the ball it hit his hands and wasn't able to catch it and it was it was a tough one to watch what, what
1: but what are like the emotions? is it you, are you silent do you
2: yell do you like what i'm i'm silent i'm just looking at the play i'm just looking at what what all was going on and just trying to see the outcome of it, and hopefully it goes in our way. If not, I mean, I'm upset. You know, it's tough. So that's, that's just
1: me. Rita wasn't silent. She wasn't. She wasn't silent. No, she was saying some things. You should have heard what she was saying. She oh, was... What were you saying? She was directly... It was weird. You weren't even on the field, and she was directly blaming you. It was just oh, a strange... <laughs> wow, me? You
6: know what's funny, though? I Okay, so in hindsight, I, I think when, it first, when they first decided to go for it, I was like, ah, I don't think I love it, but then... I, I liked the play call, right? I mean, the execution obviously didn't work in its favor, but the, I think that the play call was the right call. But then when we found out, you know, after the game about, you know, Marlo going out and then Makari, I think, also went out um, mm-hmm. as well, then it changed the way that I felt about it. Because I understand the logic behind it is, you know, you don't want to go into overtime down your top corner. You don't have your right tackle. So you have to – you just didn't want to go in a position like that, being yeah. down two big guys. So let's win this game and let's move on. And it especially didn't
2: work out Especially when it's in your favor, too. You have the ball. Right. You have the opportunity to win compared to kicking a field goal. You're going to overtime. Right. We don't win the toss. Now you're putting your defense out exactly. there. Who's short. Especially, you know, Ben Roethlisberger getting the ball out so quick. You want to have your best players out there. So when you're short – mean it kind of puts us at a disadvantage so I understood that part as far as going for two.
6: Alright Glenn I got, let me ask this because you was mm. probably going to ask it but mm. now I okay. got to follow up All with right. this. Y'all can't catch. Oh no. Oh no. Who can't catch?
7: Who can't well, catch? You, I know you can catch. Who
6: can't well, catch? I, and, and you probably can catch. I ain't seen you be in a position where you can catch but the juggling of the interception just drove me Mm. insane Mm. see I
2: thought that he was throwing it to the tight end cause I turned around I seen Adafé tip the ball and I seen it in my face I said oh yeah I'm definitely catching this (laughs) so I'm reaching for the ball and as I'm about to grab it I just see some white gloves come out of nowhere, and it just, bam, just hit me. And I'm like, who is this? And it was number 18, number 18 13 on the other team, the receiver. Johnson? Yeah. Maybe, he, yeah. I think he ran like a shallow or something, and he seen the tip, and he tried to go for it, too, the same time <laughs> that I did. And then right after that, it went to Marlon So I was like, man, like, it was right there.
6: Right there. There. And that was
2: one that we needed. Yes. It was one that we yes. needed. So I was upset about it. You
6: know? That's <laughs> rough.
2: She went right at, she went for the jugular. Hey, like look, she didn't mess if around. We're gonna talk
6: about it. We're gonna talk about it's it. I
2: mean, we've had other cases too where we should have caught the ball, yes. you know. But that one specifically, that was that was a time where we needed to capitalize on that.
1: Clearly we have enough evidence that you know how to catch the football. You've had a few of these right. in the course of your career, you know how to Not do a it. Few. I've had a few. James, we talked to Tyus about this a lot during the season. How long, like when you go through a loss, where are you in terms of, do you want to talk to somebody? Is there somebody that you're going to hear from that you don't want to hear? Like, how do you handle something as crushing as this?
7: Uh, I usually go home, complain to my girl, you know, you know, she gon she won't hear me out whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever I gotta say, whether I'm wrong or right, she gonna hear me out, you know, and agree with Did me. Did she tell you okay that's what I say, yeah. she
1: does not tell you that you're wrong.
7: No, no, no. Okay, all right. No, 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 no. That's not the right th- you gotta tell me I'm right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. you uh, so. But you know, you got a twenty four hour rule, then you gotta let it go.
1: So. After that it's done. Yeah. It's done. You're yeah. not no more, not even to her. No, nah, no, nah, we good. That's it. So now you just talk about anything else during the course of the week? Yeah, anything else? All right, yeah. just not the game any longer. Yeah. No, like there the is that is a rule. Is over, There's no more talking about it for <laughs> nah, 24 hours. Who is more likely to break that rule? You two days later or her? Who's more likely?
7: Um, uh, actually, probably you know my family like back at home. Just okay, I hadn't got to talk to them yet, so now they're going to talk about it. And, you know, they got their opinion. You know, my brothers and then even my little sister, my mom, my grandmother especially. You know what I'm saying? Why didn't they do? Why didn't they do that? Right. Tell him to do this. Right. Do that. Like, you know, so, you know, it is what it is.
1: How difficult is that? you are like, Mom, I didn't. They didn't ask me my opinion if we should go for two or not. Like, right. they didn't come right. over to me and right. say, James, you make the call this time. Exactly,
7: exactly. And they swear they're gonna listen to me. So,
1: it's, yeah, it's all good. Yeah.
7: It's That's all good. really like,
1: funny. That is really funny. Yeah. Tyus, you've been going up against... Look, we don't... We never want to say anything polite about Ben Roethlisberger in this city. It burns us to our well, core. We do have to
6: start today.
1: You've been going up against the dude, though, for a few years. And these are probably... You know, there's a report last week. It's probably it for him. This was probably the last time you're going to face him in Pittsburgh. We'll see what happens. Final week of the season. Yeah. What's it been like going up against that dude? And, you know, like... In a way that we can both say we acknowledge nobody here likes him. Yeah. What should you say about him anyway?
2: Regardless of how I feel and them being the him. Do you want me rivals. to do do you want me to do the
1: part? I can no I can handle this, right? This is Glenn Clark saying this. That guy sucks. Screw him. I'm ready for him to retire. Now Tyus Bowser. <laughs> yeah,
8: I
2: mean it's it's different when you're actually a player, you're on the field in his presence, despite what team he plays for it's always been surreal for me every time I stepped on the field with that guy because I've been looking at him through my entire life, you know, growing up, watching football and seeing him in the Super Bowl or seeing him in playoff games or seeing him against the Ravens in primetime games. And you get that opportunity to step on a field that nearly no one ever gets the chance to do. And from sacking the guy, I mean, my first sack, I was like, wow. like. After getting up, I'm like, "Dang, I just sacked Ben Roethlisberger." It's pretty. It's a pretty big deal. It's a. It's a very big deal. Is that the coolest one that you've had? Is that? I believe it is. I believe it is just because of who he is. I think. My top would have been Tom Brady if it if it ever came up to sack that guy, but Ben Roethlisberger is definitely. You just up have there. to get it in the Super Tom's Bowl head.
1: this year. We just got to make sure that Either happens. In Super Bowl yeah. or,
6: or twenty Y'all yeah. play, They play Tampa next
2: year. Yeah, so.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, he might very well stick around for. He might play for another <laughs> five years. Yes. I know. Yeah, he right. He, will. He'll be there, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, no doubt. But I mean, like I said, man, just looking past the robbery, looking past that, I mean, just being able to be on the same field with that guy is surreal, and it's a Huge opportunity that I definitely appreciate. All yeah. right,
1: I still hate him. It's just the way it's gonna go. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's the way it's gotta be. The man ain't got no <laughs> love for
2: him, you know. No, when, no when we on the field with None. him, but it's a ton of respect, respect outside. That was just for who he, who he is, what he's done for this game. So you gotta respect that part.
1: The Tyus Bowser Show is also brought to you by Window Depot Baltimore, providing the highest quality ProVia windows, doors, and siding for all budgets. The best is finally affordable. Call them today for a free in home consultation. 410-941-3499. We also offer Zoom and FaceTime consultations in an effort to practice social distancing. Find out more at Window Baltimore.com. Alright, so let's 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 talk about some positive things. Okay. We didn't get to talk to you after the Browns game. No, we didn't. That was a kind of fun little night for you. That was kind of a, yeah, as as James holds up the picture, you getting after Baker Mayfield. Um, Have you, I'm assuming you've seen the video of Ray watching the final play of the game, right?
2: I was able to see that. I was.
1: Dude, we just talked about Ben Roethlisberger and like facing, that's got to give you some goosebumps, right? Like that dude watching you finish that game.
2: Definitely, definitely. Um, I was able to see it on the Ravens account. And I was like, man, there's Ray Lewis up there, <laughs> you know, looking at us, trying to finish a game, you know, big time game against a rival. And to be that person, to do that in front of him, that means everything. That means a lot. And just to see, you know, the smile on his face, just how happy he was to come out with a win, I mean. It couldn't have been better than that. So
1: it's dope, man. Yeah, it's definitely. a wild video. if you guys haven't seen it, you go search. Just search
2: Tyus Bowser
1: Ray Lewis right now
2: and yeah. they'll come up. It is a wild thing to watch, just how excited he yeah. was. Especially like when it was third down, fourth down in that case, and it showed his face while we was pretty much waiting for them to right. break out of the huddle. I was like, Golly, man. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, I'm thinking about the play. I'm thinking about I got this man. Man a man, I'm like, guys please do not let me be the guy to mess so, this all up. So. so you
6: guys peek every now and again at the jumble trauma when you?
2: Oh yeah, I always peek. Often? At that. Yeah, okay. I mean it's right there in your face. I mean true, <laughs> yeah. true, but
6: you know, I, I'm, it's fo- it's funny that you said that because I'm always curious to know, like you know, when they. In TV timeouts, they have the different boards that come on and stuff. The little
1: bird? I'm, gu- I'm guessing. You know, just like yeah. different
6: things, right? Exactly. You know, they have different. Are um, you
1: aware of, like, real fan Dan taking all his clothes on? Yeah, right? like, so that's what I mean. I mean like, yeah.
6: you know, like when they'll do stuff like that yeah, or, you know, when it. they show the, the, the person that they're honoring. I'm oh, And, and you guys are kind of, like, still in the huddle because you're waiting for the timeout to end. Yeah. I'm always curious, like, are y'all actually paying attention or are y'all, like, talking about football and the huddle? I mean, we're <laughs> literally
2: in the huddle waiting for the play to be called. So we know what they're in, right. but I mean, we just sitting out there, we talking and we just watching the TV, just like all the seventy thousand people okay. in the stadium. <laughs> I mean, we seeing the little crabs and trying to see which one has a little thing <laughs> under there. I mean, we looking at all the the military heroes, uh, just everything, man. We watching it too. We looking so at it all. So I
6: gotta ask you because you just came from Pittsburgh. Have you had have an opportunity to watch the Renegade board that they have?
2: Yeah. That's that's probably one of the things we look forward to when you go to the weigh stage. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Definitely, definitely. Okay. It's exciting. I like that. It's yeah. intense, man. They, go that, intense. That, yeah, they go that that yeah. That is nuts. an
6: intense video, and the crowd gets really in behind it. Yeah. And a lot of times, the the team gets behind it. But I'm always curious. Like, do, does that have an effect on y'all? Do y'all care? Do you watch?
2: No. I mean, if you was able to see us on the sideline, we was all happy. Marlon <laughs> throwing his white towel. He was. Everybody singing the song, everybody looking out in the crowd singing it too, like, yeah, we ready like we like this and, all okay. and so, so we
1: was You, definitely you play it for.
2: during practice during the week, right? Oh, like to prepare yeah. for the moment. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what oh, I yeah. thought. Definitely. Smart. Played it a lot.
1: Played James, a we were lot. just talking a minute ago about you know Gray Lewis and what that meant to him. Do I remember correctly that you had a connection with a pretty uh, a pretty famous football player uh, when you were a younger man? Do I remember that at all? What's his name? Yeah, Dion. What's his name? (laughs) Yeah, I I
7: didn't know you're talking about. My bad. Yeah.
1: Can you, for people that don't know about that, can you tell me about your background with Dion?
7: Uh, you know, so long story short, I got the chance to play for a select team. Uh, when I was 11 years old, uh, and it was his select team called The Truth out of Dallas, Texas. And then I played for them for about three years. Fast forward to about 20. 2012, 2013, he created Prime Prep Academy, yeah. uh, which is the school. Uh, it's no longer, you know, here. But, you know, while it was, I went there, and you know, that was that.
1: So you, but did you develop a relationship with Dion during that time? Uh,
7: yeah, yeah. During that time, it was, you know. Player coach type thing.
1: Okay, yeah, all sure. right. It's not yeah. somebody you stayed in touch with over the
7: years. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, I get like it. That. He's
1: got a job. I'm he's like busy. Right? busy he's now, yeah, right, he's killing. Yeah, he's killing is. it. Right yeah, now, you know, man. he do
7: his thing. I do my thing.
1: Does it does it take the sting out? We're talking about like Tyus seeing Ray Lewis freak out. Does it take the sting out of, when you get to have a moment now where you like meet a legend? Is it old hat to you or is oh, it still?
7: Oh no, I uh, got to meet Steve Smith in Carolina and uh talk to him, and then back door uh, to Miami uh, he saw me again uh, warming up and he came up to me and I kind of I was like Dang, like Steve Smith remembered me, bro. Wow, like, that's crazy. Cause he's like,
6: one of the realists. Yeah, yeah,
7: he's, no, no, he's a real solid dude. Yeah, like, for sure, for sure.
6: That's yeah. dope, man. And very honest. Yeah. So that's Yeah, he doesn't awesome. come up to
1: you and like yeah. say anything like, "Bro, that was a terrible route that you yeah. ran last week." Like, no, no,
7: no, no. He, he didn't say terrible, but he did say the route that I ran needed some work. No, that's really, uh, really. Yeah, for sure. I'm all, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. They probably I did. Mean, that's no, what no, you want. I mean, no, no,
6: no. I know, but like, I mean, and I expect that from him because he's very honest on camp. Even in Baltimore, he's always just been. Very genuine and very mm. authentic. I think yeah. that's the word I was looking for, right? Yeah, for sure. And so I was just, you know, when you, I mean, did he say with love? No, it yeah, it is. wasn't in a malicious way. He was like just
7: giving me like tips. He was okay. like, oh, this would be better if you did this. That's, like, awesome. that that's
6: dope, thing. though. Yeah, that's
1: that's really sure. cool, man. Yes, that's really, sure. really, do you have that moment where you're like, holy crap, Steve Smith knows who I am? Like, oh,
7: yeah, for sure. For sure. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, like I got, I have his number in my phone. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. Well, like, is
1: that the coolest one that you got in your phone? Besides uh, your teammates, uh, obviously. Like, the you know, guys that you work with. Coolest number on my phone?
2: Yeah, I guess so. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so.
1: Tyus, what about you? I've never asked you that question yeah. before. What's like the, the wildest number that you have in your phone?
2: The wildest number? I mean, from Calais to just a Houston. But those are teammates. Right. Is yeah. there anybody besides a teammate? That um, um, I have Michael Strahan. Okay. I have his number. You can um, call
1: him while he's flying
5: up in ooh, space, ooh.
1: right?
2: I got Tim Brown's number. There we go. That's a pretty okay, big deal. That's, that's a
7: legit that's, legend.
1: That's a legend. Man. Like, that's, a, that's, that's an tough. icon. That's, tough. that's really dope, man. I like that's that. really, really cool. I got a couple here. Let's I just I just want to throw these out. Tyus, you are very much y'all think that Tyus Bowser is deserving of making the Pro Bowl this season. Absolutely.
2: I appreciate it. Make sure you go on Twitter. Make sure you go on Instagram. Retweet. Retweet. Like. Do everything, man. Yeah. Tell your folks. to Yeah, tell everybody. Tell go. everybody.
1: Man. I, I know, right, It's you, you're hoping that you're too busy to be participating yes. in the, the, yes. the Pro Bowl. But what would that mean to you to get a Pro Bowl now? That's... Oh,
2: man, that'll mean the world to me. That's, that's something that I've been working for for a very long time. And just having, just being in a discussion of, being in a Pro Bowl, man, it's it's surreal. So, hopefully, you know, we got five games left, including playoffs, uh, just to make a name for myself and to continue to work and make plays, and just put myself on notice in the league around the world to where I'm able to, you know, be a Pro Bowler this year. I so. mean,
1: I think it's more than deserved. Let's Absolutely. talk. It, it's more than deserved uh, at this point. Yeah. We didn't get to talk last time, and I thought this would be appropriate going into break. Um, you were a big Young Dolph fan, weren't you?
2: Young Dolph? Um, yeah, I was a bit of a Young Dolph fan. I, I saw
1: you kind of send some. It seemed like a lot of guys on the team. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of guys who listen to Young Dolph. I know. Or at least know who he is. Okay, all right. Yeah. So
1: you're not per you're not personally like
2: do you like, know Young Dolph? I only. Glenn, do you know Young Dolph?
1: <laughs> we all again? I was yeah. definitely very much aware <laughs> of Young Dolph <laughs> one month ago. Do you, do very you, much. Okay. Yeah. Did
6: you know his music?
1: No, but okay. that's right. Right. wait a second. I right. trained <laughs> you up
6: in the studio. I yeah, got Correct,
1: you. correct. Yeah. Um it sensed to a lot of guys. It really shook them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. sure. James, are you a young doll fan?
7: Uh yeah, to say the least, man. Just in not necessarily just, you know, only his music, you know, kind of what he represented, you know, uh being independent, you know, paving his own way. I kinda respected that.
1: I yeah, also that. I think of like that touch with his hometown. Yeah, for like sure. that he would go out of his way yeah. when he would come back to Memphis to yeah. try exactly. to take care of yeah, those the way but he like, took
7: care of his family you know all his business ventures yeah, he, he did it the right way
1: man um, I, I sense there was something like a powerful connection that people felt with young Dolph man. yeah for
7: sure yeah when he died it kind of had that uh, you know Nipsey, Nipsey type feel yeah you know? yeah, yeah so.
1: absolutely in Oakland right um, like yeah. yeah it's the same sort of story yeah. yeah. alright y'all make some more noise for Tyus Bowser and James Prochet please yeah. I guess let's just say you get another shot at Pittsburgh before the season's over. Mm-hmm.
2: Last Can game, right?
1: Rewrite yeah, that I mean, narrative. Yeah, I mean, Don't have to think about it anymore. Ben's any longer. last
6: game. Take him out with style. Right? Of oh <laughs> man, that would be something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you imagine sacking Ben
2: Roethlisberger in the final game he ever oh, played in his career? Yeah. Oh man, Damn. that would be. St- I'm now. I'm now like visualizing like how packed Baltimore is about to be. Mm. That last game of the season. It's is gonna it, be crazy. Is
7: it a night game?
1: We don't know, because they wait till the last...
2: Um, they probably going to flex it, honestly. I hope enough. They would have to.
1: I mean, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger's last game I, in Baltimore. I, I, I don't see how it
6: doesn't get flexed. Come on, man. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah.
1: That's got to yeah. be under the lights. That's got to be under the lights. Hey, the Tyus Bowser Show is also brought to you by Duffy's Garage, family-owned and operated car care facility in beautiful Baldwin, Maryland, an authorized Maryland inspection station and Napa Pro Care Center with ASE-certified techs. Tell us that Glenn sent you or tell them that I sent you, I guess is the way I should say that. Tell Duffy's that Glenn sent you, and you'll receive 10% off your service with a max discount of $150. Find out more at Duffy'sGarageMD.com. It's where I take my car. I trust them, and I know you will, too. When
2: we All come All right, back that's going to be that
1: for segment one of the Tyus Bowser Show. We'll have segment two coming up a little bit later on, uh, either today or maybe later on in the week. Don't know yet, but you can always go check it out in the archives. Today's show also brought to you by... Uh, the Stand the Fan Variety Hour, which is back tonight. John Martin from the Maryland Lottery joins Stan as it's official this week. You will be able to bet in person at a couple of area casinos. They're going to talk about that tonight on Facebook Live. If you miss it live, you can catch it uh, tomorrow at PressBoxOnline.com or Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports by clicking on the Videos tab. We'll come back in talk more about the Maryland situation with Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News and Big Ten Network. It's on the way. It's GCR.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Come in for glory burgers, glory wings. There's glory for everyone at Glory Days Grill. Enjoy their award-winning burgers, ribs, and wings, or try our fresh salads, hand-cut salmon, or our scrumptious sandwiches. Yum! Come in for our daily specials every weekday, like $6.99 burgers on
1: Mondays and $5.99 nachos on Thursdays. And watch football on their big screens every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. Dine in and let us serve you, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and take it home. Visit us at glorydaysgrill.com
0: for a location near you. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Window Depot Baltimore provides the highest quality Provia windows, doors, and siding for all budgets. The best is finally affordable. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 410-941-3499. They also offer Zoom and FaceTime consultations in an effort to practice social distancing. A proud sponsor of the Tyus Bowser Show, you can find out more at WindowDepotBaltimore.com.
9: I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember, because of the sheer weight and size of my truck, I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close.
8: Brought to you
4: by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration.
0: Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A Catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details.
1: The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer to day
2: What's up, everybody? This is Ties Bowser. And I can't wait to see you guys for the Ties Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonlinecom Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Ties Bowser show.
3: The next Ties Bowser show is Tuesday, December 21st at Skipjacks on Bellar Road in Overly. The show is brought to you by Pressbox. Grade 8's memorabilia. Window Depot Baltimore. WindowDepotBaltimore.com. Duffy's Garage in Baldwin. Duffy'sGarageMD.com. And the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard. Joins the show courtesy of MyBookie. We can't imagine why you'd want to, but you can watch GCR Live. It's at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. And try to guess whether these guys are wearing any pants.
1: All right, into our number two of the program. Today's show also brought to you by, ooh, how about this one's brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Football. If you're not playing Underdog Fantasy Football, I don't know what you're waiting for. Yes, you're going to be able to bet in Maryland in person this week but you still can't bet on your phone for some time. But you can feel like you are when you play underdog fantasy football. Player props, parlays, all available. And make your first deposit. We'll match it up to $100 when you use the code PRESSBOX, underdogfantasy.com, or download the Underdog Fantasy Football app. Maryland needs a basketball coach. It's probably going to be a while before they hire him, but there's certainly going to be plenty of speculation in the meantime. Our next guest, one of my favorite people to talk college hoops with. Of course, you see him on Big Ten Network, you read him in the sporting news, or sometimes he ventures into areas other than college basketball. He is our friend, Mr. Mike DeCoursey, and he's back with us now here on GCR. Mike, it's Glenn and Paul. It's always good to chat with you. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning.
9: Well, good morning, gentlemen. How are you?
1: Everything is all right except for the Steelers beating the Ravens, of course, on Sunday. That was not all right. (laughs) Who's uh, who's going to be the quarterback next season, Mike?
9: I don't have any idea, and I don't think they do. I mean, they may have some hopes or plans, but I don't think they have a definitive idea of what direction it will go. I think it depends on who's available in the free agent agent market, what the cost will be, who's available in the draft, whether they think that player is is capable of being a a high-level starting quarterback. There, There are so many variables, and at this point, you know the scouting department's obviously working hard at that but i think they the rest of them are just trying to survive and try to find a way to win another game.
1: I hear you on that. I am legitimately have been terrified all season that somehow Aaron Rodgers ends up in Pittsburgh next season. Like it's <laughs> it's a terrifying thought, Mike DeVorsi. All right, that's uh, that's not why we have you here though. Of course, we're uh, we're dealing with the the situation at Maryland. I I and, I and I'll start the same way i posed it to everybody this week. Um how stunned were you not not that Mark Turgeon wouldn't be the coach at Maryland, but we don't. This does not happen in December in college basketball. This is not something. It's it's borderline unprecedented to yeah. have something like this occur. How surprised by are you by it? And I guess what does it say to you on both sides, both on the Maryland side and on Mark Turgeon's side? Presuming he's going to be a guy that I, I would think, you know, given his age, is going to want to get back into coaching uh, at somewhere at, at some point soon.
9: Yeah, it was, it was very strange. As you said, it's close to unprecedented. When we've seen coaches get fired, in, and usually it'd be well past the start of the new year, some point in January. I remember Dave Rice got fired at Vegas within the past, past five or six years, and that was in January, and I thought that was unnecessary. I'm not a fan of firing coaches in season in college unless they do something horrible, and you have to. Uh, if you're just if it's just about wins and losses, it just shouldn't happen. And I, I, I don't really totally understand what happened here. Uh, neither side. I think they they both have been kind of circumspect about about what did happen. Uh, but I, I I'm not totally comfortable with it from either side because I think that uh, athletes. I believe that athletes sign up to play for a certain coach, and they may not end up being wholly happy with that, but. I, to, to get a, a, a disruption like that early in the season seems unfair to me. Uh, but uh, I, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't have been at all surprised if there had been such a parting at the end of this season. Right. Not even a little bit. But in December, early December, I was shocked.
1: I think that's where I was, right? And I think that's it's crazy to me. And I think that it does in some way. There's no way. I, 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 everything that I've done in reporting on it, Mike, it, it is, it was a mutual situation, right? Mark Turgeon really was at the end and Maryland was more than happy to have him be at the end, right? Like, right. I don't, I don't think that in any way somebody's lying about is I've I've talked right. to so many people involved, but at the same time, it still doesn't answer like, Hey, if there was a possibility this was going to happen, why didn't it just happen a few months ago? That's, that's the part that I keep coming back to. If there was something that could occur, this year that could lead to this why did these two parties sign up for more of each other at the end of last season there's there's nothing that suggests anything was drastically different other than them losing three games at the start of the season some of which maybe people didn't expect them to lose but like if there was any scenario we're going to get to this point you, you lost a year of recruiting in this process. Why would you have done this to yourselves on both sides?
9: Yeah, it, it, it's surprising. I mean, it, they lost three out of their first eight games. Okay, so, so did Butler. Butler then went on the road and won at Oklahoma. So it, it wasn't so calamitous. And, it, I mean, the, the game they lost to Virginia Tech, I mean, that could have gone either way. What if it had? Does right. that mean it wouldn't have ended? I, I, I don't really quite understand that, the, the motivation on either side. You know, I, I, as I look at Mark's time, really his entire career, I I think that one of the things that sort of, uh, that you look at his teams, and you look at at the players that that populated his teams, and you say to yourself, in what year did he ever surprise you? In what year did he ever take a group and just go out and do way more than you?
1: You would would almost argue last year was the closest thing to that, right? And they went
9: 17 and 14. Correct. Correct. So so it it was gutsy. And especially under the circumstances, it was gutsy for almost everybody out there, uh, but it wasn't overwhelming no so uh, that's that's sort of what so I, I can see the the uh, lack of patience, if you want to call it or or the or the exhaustion of the Maryland fan base in that regard um, but I don't understand why that exhaustion prompted this result at this point in time. Uh, I do think that that I, I will say this, uh, it's interesting, uh, if you look at what, 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 what would it have been like, I mean, remember, Maryland won the conference, uh, shared it, but won it uh, two years ago, less than two years ago, 2020. Uh, and what would it have been like if that team had been able to go into the NCAA tournament and maybe make a Sweet 16 yeah. or lead it? Yeah, Would that have changed things? I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm really fascinated by how that, that uh, the, the, uh, the uh, cancellation of that tournament has impacted various people in the college basketball world.
1: It's tough because it's mitigated. They weren't playing very well down the stretch, right? They had, they had lost a couple of games. and So I, it, it's tougher for Maryland fans to buy into the idea that, that was going to be the team that was going to be the one that was going to make the deep run, um, given the trajectory they were on. But you can't ignore it. You can't ignore that may, maybe they would have. Maybe that would have been the team. Mike DeCourcy is uh, with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Mike, all that to say it's over now, right? Like, this is the way it's yep. going to go. And I, the, the big questions that I've been trying to get after this week start with the one that I admittedly have a, a, a take regarding, but I'm going to put it to you first, which is, what is the Maryland job right now? Where Where is this program? We, we know what everybody sort of seems to think it can be, um, but we also know the realities of what it's been. It's been, you know, mediocre for a very long time. What, what How desirable? Is this a job that's desirable to... Any coach in the country? Is Nate Oates really desirous of the Maryland job, or is it desirous to a lot of coaches, but not the ones that have good jobs? Sort of the way that we saw it play out the last time.
9: I think the first thing uh, that you have to understand uh, is that mediocre, I think, is a strong. I mean, they made six of the last seven tournaments. That's not mediocrity. I mean, mediocrity is you're not in it. I mean, that's. I, it, that's I, I think that's a strong. Is
1: that, okay, uh, can I can I can I put? Is that the case at the Power Five level, Mike? Like, yeah, because I I, I I would because say
9: there's still. I mean, remember? It, out of, okay, so half of the field, give or take, right? Out of Thirty-eight team out of sixty-eight teams is going to be non-Power Five. So half the field is gone, and, and so we're we're talking about we're talking about uh, you know what, what? Maybe seventy-five, eighty teams in the Power Five universe, right? So. Thirty of them make the tournament. 30, 30, 30, 30, 34, 35 tops. So, I mean, I I think making the tournament, you know, making the tournament as an eight-nine, you're you're one of the you're, you're one of the twenty-seven, twenty-eight best teams in the league, and in in Division One, I, I should say. Uh, and that was where they were last year, which was the year that wasn't great. I mean, so the a year before that, they would have been uh, uh, in the uh, Four, three to four range, that's top 15, 16. year before that, they were, I think, a six, so that's top 25. So I don't think mediocre is a fair assessment of where they've been, and even at that, there's a level of dissatisfaction. So I think, that, I think there's great possibility at Maryland. And, and the, the, the gauge of whether a job is good is not whether you can take Alabama's coach. It's whether you can find the next great coach. Uh, whether you, you, you shouldn't have to take somebody else's great coach to be a great job. Uh, you should be able to, to locate that next great coach at, 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 a, at a job that doesn't pay what you're paid. I mean, you should be able to see Ed Cooley at Providence and say, man, look at his teams, how hard they play, yeah. how smart they are, how aggressive they are every single year. And sometimes maybe they don't have quite the talent they need, but when they do, they're, they're really good, yep. and nobody wants to play them because they're so tough. You know Kevin Willard at Seton Hall, uh, guys like that, uh, uh, Lavelle Moton, what he's been able to do at North Carolina A and T, uh, Mike Boyton out at, uh, at uh, Oklahoma State, yeah. and, and what a what, you know what dazzle he showed last year, and even a guy like Nico Medved at Colorado State is not very well known, and maybe you don't want to go that far afield geographically, okay, but at least you should you know you should at least be looking and seeing. How, how would he fit here? And he does have, I, I looked it up, he does, he does have some Eastern uh, ties in his background. It, so many people say, well, you've got to make that phone call to Bill Self, because if he does, you know, no, you don't have to call that guy. You have to find the coach who's going to fit your program, who's going to energize it, who's going to be really good. Uh, you don't have to get turned down by every national championship coach in the last 10 years before you get serious about this.
1: So it's really weird. I I I think we kind of agree about this. We're just using different verbiage, right, Mike? Like I I am, I, I I it's my way of saying I don't think Nate. This is the job for Nate Oates, who is the guy that's on the top of everybody's list, right? Like Nate Oates is the most desirable coach that maybe would be willing to leave his job in the country at the moment. And so when an opening comes up, every fan is going to say, that's the guy you need to go get. In the same way that we said this about Mark Few for an eternity, right? Until we realized Mark Few was never leaving Gonzaga Um, for years. Every time an opening came up, every fan base said, well, you got to call Mark Few. And then finally, at some point, we realized, you know, stop calling Mark Few. He's clearly not going anywhere. But I, I just don't think Maryland's, I think North Carolina would be that job. I don't think Maryland's that job. But I don't, to your point, I don't think that's the end of the world. I think there are a lot of great candidates that would probably be interested in Maryland. I just don't... I don't know when you throw out an Ed Cooley, who I think is a great candidate. I don't know if this is a fan base that's going to say, hell yeah, let's throw a parade for Ed Cooley, which is maybe the disconnect that exists within a fan base and not understanding practicality. But I think those are far more practical names that would be a good fit at the University of Maryland.
9: Let me say this. The least important function... In a coaching search, the number one least important is winning the press conference. That is, it's so overrated. And so many people have crashed their programs to win the press conference. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if if you sit, you know, if someone uh, who's a columnist in the city sits down and says, oh man, this is a bad hire. Or even the, you know, some of the people in the college basketball media say no. It doesn't matter. I could give you a long list i me give you Mick Cronin, coached in the Final Four yep, last year. Yep. When he was hired by UCLA, the people who really knew him were like, "Wow, man, wait and watch, just see." But the people who who covered the coaching search, well, like, why didn't they get John Calipari? They offered him ten million dollars. Why didn't they get Rick Barnes? You know, that that kind of stuff. Instead of like, "Holy cow!" I mean, do you ever watch this guy's team? They play their tails off every time. They 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 play together. They have a great culture. They, they he doesn't recruit. Uh, knuckleheads. He recruits guys who go to class and don't get in trouble, and 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 want to be great basketball players and great and great ba- great basketball teams. That's what that's what UCLA got. That's what Maryland needs to look for. And I'm not saying that they have erred in those other areas because I think that by and large the Terps have been really good, solid uh, students and citizens and all that. They've been. Mm-hmm. They, they, they've been a credit to the. To the yes, there's to been the no university.
1: embarrassment, right? There's been no. No, no they've I, been
9: great. Yep. But, but you want to find the guy who's going to continue that, but just ratchet up the performance a little bit.
1: Mike DeCorsi from the uh, Sporting News Big Ten Network with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Mike, I just want to throw—you know—you mentioned a lot of the names that I think are practical, um, and and I'll even throw Andy Enfield's name on that list as well, who I thought would be a practical one, who's got you know who's coaching here at Johns Hopkins, has a tie to the area, has had some success. I don't know if he wants to leave or not, but I think it's a practical name to consider on this list. Um, I want to throw out some that maybe for various reasons wouldn't be necessarily thought of as practical, and I just want to get your thoughts about going that direction. I'm going to lump two together, um, and, and two are Kim English at George Mason, who's a Baltimore guy, and even Ryan Odom at Utah State, who, of course, had been here at UMBC and had great success. The, the thought would be, when you throw out one of those names, they haven't done enough. That, that This isn't the jump that someone makes from you know one year or one season at the, in the A-10 or one season um, in the Mountain West to, to go to a Big Ten job. Is there? A, would you be leery of going that route in a coaching search if you're the University of Maryland?
9: Well, I am the world. I am the world's biggest Kim English fan. Uh, I think he's just a wonderful man, and and I have great hope for his coaching career. He's still very young to be to take that leap. And which, it, it, if you take that leap, it doesn't mean it's wrong. I right. Mean, uh, that's what Duke did when, when they hired Mike Shishinsky in 1980. Uh, they took a huge leap, and it paid off as big as any bet ever has. It, it, it you have to you have to be willing to gamble on someone like him, but he's worth gambling on. Uh, it, 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 the only problem is that he doesn't have a long track record, so you know exactly yep. what his teams are going to be, exactly how he's going to recruit uh, at at that level uh, his, his experience, he, he, played in the NBA. I mean, remember he was on Missouri's team in 2001, excuse me, 2011, uh, their terrific team then. Uh, so, so he's not been out of college that long. And then he spent a little time playing pro and then he got into coaching and he's worked his way up. And I, I, I'm a huge fan of Kim. I've known him you pretty well, yep. uh, since, since he was a player, I, you, like, i've been doing the the national thing for twenty twenty five years to full time twenty uh then plus five years as a freelance and I don't think i ever met i, I i've met maybe four guys who got it at the level of Kim english hmm. like connected and understood that 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 national uh audience you know that he there that there was a value to it uh and and he understood that and and it was, you know, along with him, was Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony, and so he's in really good company. Yeah,
1: it's pretty impressive.
9: Uh, Shane Battier, uh, those are some of the guys that, that, that you know, sort of understood. Uh, and so I hope I, 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 if Maryland did it, I mean, I'd be rooting for it hard to succeed, let me tell you, because I I really like him.
1: All right, but, your, but your point is well taken, right? And that's what we're dealing with here, which is I think a lot of us love Kim English. Lo- I mean, obviously famously once tried to transfer to Maryland. Uh, before the NCAA figured out that maybe players should be allowed to have a bit more movement. Um, but but it's it's a tough thing to do. It's just a tough thing to do. And let me go to the other side, too. The other side is the guys that are maybe at an advanced age, and if you hire them, they're not going to be there for a decade. The John Beeline's of the world. Um, Seth Greenberg was trying to sell me on Bruce Pearl the other day as being the right fit for Maryland, despite the fact that he's into his 60s. Um, even some people will continue to throw out Rick Pitino's name. It it does it need to be a young coach that Maryland hires with with someone that has the type of energy that could have this job for for twelve thirteen you know years or even longer than that. It's...
9: No, I don't think it needs to be. I, I uh, the, the interesting thing about the the three names you threw out is they could not be more different, right? Uh, style uh, the 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 background it's so different. Uh, you know, obviously John is John's as great an offensive mind as anyone has ever been in this game uh just it's just a really high level understanding of of offensive basketball and and it's it's served him well over time and if john wanted to coach again and i you know i i don't know what his thoughts are on that mm-hmm. at this point uh but i i would absolutely be interested in him uh so the the other two coaches are a little different uh because of their uh, of their backgrounds, their yep. track records, whatever yep. you want to call it, you have to uh, you have to make a different uh, a different thought process with those two gentlemen. Uh, they're both fabulous coaches. Uh, Rick Pitino may be, when you take it all into account, may be as good as anybody ever has been uh, in terms of teaching, recruiting, uh, the you know the scouting of opponents, the the ability uh, to to make. Uh, improvisations on the bench, all those things, just a phenomenal coach. And, and Bruce is tremendous at, at creating a, a culture within his program of energy and toughness. Uh, so I, th- those guys are tremendous. I, I, you know, I, the names I threw out, uh, Ed and Kevin, uh, guys like that, Lavelle, less complicated, Mike Boynton, uh, yep. those guys yep. are, there's less, there's less complication involved in hiring them. So, and, and they're all tremendous coaches so I, that's kind of where where why I landed on those those candidates as being uh, maybe uh, maybe easier for Maryland to get through uh, to not have to you know well how are we going to frame this and how do we you know how do we make people comfortable with this uh, given the circumstance mm-hmm. uh, that happened for for Rick
1: at Louisville, or for Bruce at Tennessee. I'm still. I. I Bruce. That one with the Bruce. I just feel like it's not going to be hard to say to explain to everybody. Look, man. He invited Aaron Kraft to a picnic. Yes, he lied about it, but it was about bringing a guy to a picnic, right? Are we? Are, are we really going to still hold that over someone at this point? I mean, I just. I'm, I. I get it. He broke a rule, and then he lied, and, it, and I'm not trying to condone any of it. But I just. It's really. Th- this is not. There's, there's no, you know, paper trail of, of particularly, you know, awful behavior. Um, you know, I, I, think it's a bit of a different circumstance when you're talking about something like that, Mike. I, I it's just where I am. Look, we're gonna have a lot of time to talk about this stuff. Um, it is uh, full, co- we got, a, we had an ex- elongated coaching search season uh, here in our area, and, and, that always leads to a lot of opinions. Uh, when can we be uh, seeing you, hearing you? What's, what's your schedule look like, Mike DeCorsi?
9: Yeah. Yeah, we're going to start Big Ten basketball and beyond on January ninth, I believe. Okay. Uh, Sunday after uh, New Year's weekend, uh, so we'll start that, and then we'll run that every Sunday till the end of the uh, Big Ten regular season. Looking forward to that. And I am not sure of my first date on uh, Fox, but we'll. I, I, I got a note yesterday that said I'll be appearing by the end of the year, so I don't know the exact date, The exact date that we'll start doing the brackets and start uh, talking about it on Fox, but it's, uh, it'll be coming up, uh, apparently, before New Year's Day.
1: And as always, at TSN Mike on Twitter is how you give him a follow. Mike DeCoursey, always appreciate you taking the time for us, sir. Looking forward to doing this again with you real soon, all right? Thanks, Glenn. Take care. Mike DeCourcy with us here on GCR. You know, uh, that's I, I keep coming back to you. His names are very practical names, and I think that ultimately that's m- the most likely scenario to me as to how this plays out is Maryland's going to end up hiring a practical name. And you guys are going to be disappointed because you're going to say, that sounds to me like when they hired Mark Mark Turgeon. It was just a practical hire. I, I would be fascinated if it ends up being someone younger and more inexperienced or if it ends up being someone older that's kind of a risk. I just, the most likely thing, if you made me bet, my bet would be they hire someone from that group of Kevin Willard, Ed Cooley, Andy Enfield, mike boynton's a good name like somebody from that group is most likely to be the next basketball coach at the university of maryland because that's practically what makes the most sense what makes the most sense for you is that if you're looking for a simple holiday meal you should try chick-fil-a catering from chick-fil-a nuggets to mac and cheese enjoy a variety of tray options size perfectly for your get together order through the chick-fil-a app and bring smiles to your family gathering availability and order requirements vary see restaurant for details drew forrester joins us next this is glenn clark radio The all-new
5: FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Maryland, this is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT? certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit
1: ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Hey, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. Cold weather has arrived and that means one thing: higher energy bills. But the good news is that Window Nation is here to help. For a limited time, get 50% off all style windows, bays, bows, double hung, and sliders, plus a house of windows for only $99 a month. Rising natural gas prices are affecting everyone, but new Window Nation windows can help. Get 50% off any style window and a house of windows for only only $99 a month. Call Window Nation today at 866-90nation or go online at windownation.com. That's December only. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you
6: from all of the biggest games to the smallest events, make every bet worth your while at MyBookie. Start by doubling your first deposit instantly with MyBookie's first deposit bonus up to $1,000. Double your money before you even place a bet and all you have to do is sign up and deposit using the exclusive promo code PRESSBOX at mybookie.ag. If your first deposit is $100, MyBookie adds $100 so you can start with $200 to play with. If your first deposit is $1,000, MyBookie adds $1,000 so you can start with $2,000 to play with. With tons of great games and prop bets to take advantage of this week, there is truly something for everyone. Don't wait any longer. Head to MyBookie today to redeem your double deposit bonus so you can start winning big today. That's promo code PRESSBOX to receive double your first deposit instantly in your account. No hassle, no wait. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.
1: Duffy's Garage is a family-owned and operated car care facility in beautiful Baldwin, Maryland, an authorized Maryland inspection station and Napa Pro Care Center with ASE-certified techs. Tell them that Glenn Clark sent you and receive 10% off your service with a max discount of $150. You got to trust where you take your car, so take it to where I take mine. Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Duffy'sGarageMD.com. Stay tuned. Your chance to win a million dollars is coming up. Probably not from us. You're
3: listening to Glenn Clark Radio.
1: All right, back in here on GCR as we continue along on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. I haven't even thrown out the scenarios. We'll just do it with Drew here in a second. Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4 available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style, Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Rav fours from your local Toyota dealer today. Is he there? This is like last night when this is not a joke. We're at the the Bowman. Drew had said, "Hey, I'm coming out. I'm going to hang out." I'm like, "Great." You know, can't have you sit in for the whole show because you know Rita's our co-host now. But uh, at some point, I'm going to I'm going to pull you up and I'm going to have you come uh, talk to us and we'll talk to everybody at the coat drive and the whole deal. And so I'm I'm literally in the middle of the show last night. And I say, "Hey, where's Drew Forrester? I need him up here." And everybody starts looking around, like, who, what, where, when, what? what? What are you talking about? I'm like, no, Drew, I just saw him twenty minutes ago. Where the hell is he? And he has disappeared. Would you like to explain yourself, Senator? No, we there? No, is he muted? Is he trying to talk to and us? Ah, hello. I'm here. Yeah, you're there. you're there. Yeah, now you're there. You're good. You were there. You still. You good? Hello. Uh, oh. I went
5: up to John Colson with my hand out. Here. Here,
1: All right, we might we might be having a connection problem. Yeah, that's a bad connection. Yeah, you there? It's talk for a second. We'll see if this works. Nah, we might need to call him. We might need to call him. We try to make Good. these. Oh, you there? Yes. Hello. The
10: testing one two. Right. Testing yeah.
0: one two three
1: uh, four. Yeah. Where are you today?
0: Looks like his living room.
1: Yeah, I'm here. Hello. Yeah, I mean, you, okay, I'm in my house. Okay, but it's something's wrong. Something's clearly not working as far as the connection is concerned. Do you hear me? Okay.
0: All right. Let me
10: send you. Let me. Let me. I can hear you, but let me send you another link. No, you
1: nah. now. I nah, know. Now you're actually clean. Now it actually sounds alright. <laughs> things things have improved. Okay, I'm here. Oh, it took me a while. So yes, I'm what, here. what happened to you?
10: I went up to John Colson with my handout and said, "Where's my check?" And John said, uh, "You don't get paid for this."
1: Yeah right, and then you said, "Okay, then I'm out. Then I'm just not. I'm not hanging out. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna disappear Dude, at that point."
10: Number one, that was a that was a COVID manufacturing fa- factory. You
1: time. wait a second. Number two, stop, stop, stop. You refuse. You went to a basketball game recently, and you were angry that they made you wear a mask. I did. Yeah, I, I saw you on Twitter. You were at the Maryland game and you were complaining about the fact that you had to wear a mask. I
10: don't remember
1: that. Yeah, I know. You know all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're Mr. Uh, COVID procedures. S- senility is yeah, the all, all of a sudden, you're really concerned about this.
10: I don't want COVID.
1: Neither do I, for the record. I want to make that very clear. I got
10: the vaccine and the booster, yeah, and i want to get a.
1: Another booster if I I can. I'll I'll get as many of them as they want me to. I'll take any. When I was there, they gave me the booster shot. They gave me the flu shot. I said, if you'll let me have a shingle shot, I'll take it. I don't want any of these things. Give me as many shots as you can give me.
10: So the truth of the matter is, it was really crowded. I um, needed to, uh, full disclosure, needed to talk to your mother-in-law. Yeah, it's
1: weird. It is. I know. It is weird. (laughs) I
10: needed to talk to her, and uh, I did that. And... I just, it was just so crowded, and I'm like, dude, he, he doesn't need me in there. And I honestly just, I'm like, I was out there talking to your mother-in-law on the phone, not in person, and I'm like, ah, he doesn't need me in
1: there. Yeah, I mean, and leg- he didn't need legitimately, ended up saying, I'm like, I'm, I'm having Chris from Great Aids memory. I'm like, yo, find Drew, where is he? <laughs> Poor Chris is searching I, I'm everywhere.
10: A, I'm a dork, but I had a nice conversation with your mother-in-law, well, that's nice. and we talked we talked a lot about your flaws. Oh
1: yeah, well she definitely thinks there are many. There yep. is no question about that.
10: I tried to talk you up.
1: Yeah, uh, but uh, we're we're way past that. Like I've been, I have been, uh, I have known her daughter for what, fourteen years at this point. We are way past the point where there is any other consideration. Uh, in our relationship, we have we have found okay. a way to to coexist, and that's and let's that's Let's get we're um,
10: on. let's get Paul's topic out of the way first.
1: Ah, yes, I always like this. What was uh, this week's
0: topic? Um, why I called you a Gary Williams fanboy in a chat room? Ah, uh, it's, I mean, I mean, Glenn is a known fanboy. No, so, wait a second. So,
1: no, wait, so. uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, wait a second. I actually take some offense to this. We call it fangirling. That's what no. we call. It. Okay, we call it fan,
10: fan,
0: well, thereing. Yeah,
10: it's been a while, and Paul never really got to address it with you personally, so I wanted. To I, I was
1: unaware that he had uh, that he was saying those things about me in well, private settings. Well, I wasn't Gar- aware of Gary
0: that. Williams was a great coach, but at one point, the, the time had come, and, and no, you don't had, even
1: you don't even know the time that Gary Williams legitimately uh, like accosted me in a press conference, <laughs> yelled <laughs> at he, him, screamed at me. Screamed I know who you are. You don't <laughs> like me. That's correct. You don't think I can coach. I I know I know you. That's what he he said. He said legitimately in the middle of a press conference. I don't even. It was when they lost to Morgan, right? It was when they lost to Morgan, and he had called their last timeout and left them with no timeouts at the end of the game. And and genuinely, I didn't know who was running things on the floor because it was when they had both Gravis and Eric Hayes kind of playing point guard. Mm And I the question was something along the lines of. Um, did you wish you still had the final timeout and, and who was running things on the floor? And, and he answered it at first. Like it was a question. He's like, and he said something about when he, what he needed from the timeout. And then he said, and I was running things on the floor because I'm the coach or something like that. he started getting abrasive. And then he just drops this. Look, I know you, I know you, you don't think I can coach.
0: Is right. <laughs> that, is that a factual statement? <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. he said that. He, well, he did say that. No, I mean, was it a fact no, statement about not, you? Not
1: remotely. Oh, my Anything gosh. Anything but
0: that. When Gary could have
10: Gary, Gary called four timeouts and got four technicals, and Glenn would have said, dude, that was still a good move.
1: <laughs> I, the next day, I say to Drew, because this is when Drew and I were still working together on the morning show, I say, I got a piece of audio for you that you are going to lose your mind about. And yeah. he's like, he's like, all right, let's hear it. And I say, this happened last night and we died laughing that Gary Williams thought that like I of all people I was uber critical of him
10: it would be like Jim Nance saying to me yeah I know you I know you don't think I do a good job
1: now to be fair I don't know what color underwear Gary is wearing today like I don't <laughs> well, know you used to. Right. When he was here, i well, might
0: did, did you have Gary on the show at any point to yeah, clear of course. the air?
1: We, we never talked about that. No. 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 Never talked about it. It's not worth it. Like, we had Gary on a million times, and anybody that listened would know I was borderline sycophant when it came to Gary Williams. By the way, how'd it work out with the next guy? Um, you board- know,
10: I'll say this the next guy never lost to Morgan State. That's a
1: good point. He never lost to Morgan State. Did find a way to lose to some others. Did find a way to lose to a few others over the course of the year, but never Never lost lost to
10: Morgan State in his own building.
1: He might have lost to Loyola in a couple weeks had he had the opportunity. He damn near lost to Hofstra a couple weeks ago. Right. Um, All right. I guess let's talk. First of all, we need to talk about it. We, we We are doing this coat drive, and we are going to, you and I, hang out at the Towson game next week, right? Yes, next Tuesday night. Next Tuesday night. Drew and I will be there. I'm going to get there early. Drew's actually spending some time down at Helping Up Mission, which uh, is awesome. So Drew, I don't know what time he's going to be there, but I will be there at 6 o'clock, uh, Towson, UNC Greensboro, and I will be there hanging out before the game um, collecting coats. So if you're going to the game or if you got nothing to do on a Tuesday night, you're thinking, hey, might be a cool way to spend some time hanging out at the Towson game, or if you just want to stop by, we'll be there to collect your coats on Tuesday night, at the Towson basketball game before they play UNC Greensboro, so looking forward to that. We are going to be somewhere next Thursday night. Can we say it that way? Can we just leave it at that? Yeah,
10: I, and I think we're going to have it confirmed today. Okay. That, uh, yes.
1: It's 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 somewhere that you've known us to be in the past. Um, that we're going to be next Thursday night for it's an event. It's a
10: glorious place. It
1: is a glorious place. You might say that. You might say that it's a uh, it, uh, it's you know that, okay we'll leave it at that. Um, and I happen to know that there is a. Pretty cool surprise special guest who said they would come by and hang out with everyone who brings coats and clothes to Glory Days Grill next Thursday night. I can't tell you who it is, but, Drew, I think it, I told you, I would venture to say it's somebody people will be really excited about hanging yes. out with and, and seeing and taking some pictures with next Thursday night. It's...
10: I agree, and I think it would be wonderful if people – came out and met met that person (laughs) yes
1: yes correct so we are going to do that next thursday in the meantime there are still uh drop-off boxes all over town jerry's toyota jerry's chevrolet glory day's grill in towson chick-fil-a nottingham square uptown cheapskate up in abingdon um as well as duffy's garage in baldwin and right here in hamden in the meadow mill building downstairs in the lobby There are drop-off boxes everywhere. You can get them there. And if you need special accommodations for some reason, for anything that you have for us, I have driven out to... Stan Charles' wife, Jane, has collected so many things for me, and I am so grateful for it that I have just driven out to their house twice now, and I'm going to do it again on Saturday. And I am happy to do that. Um, Andrew Stecka's mom asked if I could come stop and pick some stuff up because it's a particular burden. I am happy to do that. If you just reach out and say i i am i've got a unique situation i can't get out to your events i can't get it to a Dropbox. could you come out and find a way to meet me i'll make it work i will figure out a way to come get them from you if that's what's necessary drew said he will also make sure that i am out to pick those clothes up from you too he said that it, that would All be right. something that he'd be willing to do as well so um please hit us up at Glenn clark radio on twitter if that's what you need and please help us help the helping up mission uh is there anything else we need to say about that or is that does that cover it all
10: no i think we're in good shape i mean we're excited i talked to tim miller today from free state they are they got so many clothes coats of clothes they don't know what to do with that's awesome
1: that's uh, awesome grateful yeah. grateful for everything they've done and uh, partnering up the last couple years that's incredible stuff so uh, and yes and by the way as i always say the answer is always yes whenever you guys have questions about this hey do you need uh, gloves do you need hats do you need yes Do we do we need uh i've got some uh some some suits yes Uh, What about women's stuff? Yes. What about kids' stuff? Yes. What about stuff for babies? Yes. The answer is overwhelmingly yes to all these things. I had somebody ask, I've got all these extra hangers. Could they use them? So I call Helping Up Mission. You guys need hangers? Yes. The answer is overwhelmingly yes. They need all of these things. So please, please, if you got them, get them to a Dropbox or, um, or get them to us next Tuesday or next Thursday night for our annual Helping Up Mission uh, code drive. Now, with that said, your thoughts on on Maryland, on I, a little bit about the turgeon. I'm kind of on from it at this point, right? It, it sort of is what it is. It, it it sounded insane, but we've all done our individual reporting, and every one of us has come across this was legitimately as mutual as a mutual decision could be between two parties, which doesn't mean it's not still a little embarrassing on, on either side. To re, to me, the real question now is, like, who can you get if you're the University of Maryland? Who who really wants this job? I think there are plenty of good coaches that do. Drew, I'm not convinced that every Maryland fan on the planet wants Nate Oates to be the next coach. I'm not remotely convinced that they can hire Nate Oates to be their basketball coach.
10: Well, I think this is one, and I wrote about it today a little bit. I think this is one of the most interesting sports stories of um, in a long time in our area. I think this is one of the most interesting stories um, because it never happens, almost never, does a coach sort of kind of walk out in midstream and say, I've had enough, right? These coaches, particularly in college, I don't know that it's, I don't want to say it's that much different than football, but i feel like and i guess i'm this way in a provincial in a provincial sort of way with Calvert Hall you you really really get attached to the institution when you're a college or a school coach i'm not saying john doesn't get attached to the, to the ravens but if john were to leave in 2 years and go coach the chargers he he would never wear ravens stuff again
1: right he
10: he would well
1: maybe never, maybe one day when he's retired, you know what I mean? No, like, no, but I mean
10: like he it, it, all that stuff would get. I shouldn't have said it that way, right? All of his Raven stuff would get put in boxes, correct? And he'd immediately just start wearing Charger stuff. Yep. Right. I've always felt like college coaches have this incredible affection, other than Brian Kelly, for where they coach, <laughs> right? Right, and and they really do wind up loving the institution uh, and in a in a way that I think is different in, in in the pros so anyway that to me and and I think the Turgeon summary is pretty simple he was getting fired in April
1: almost certainly I mean like you know could something crazy Unless have happened? sure yes they did hmm s- Mm, we were doing so well for so long you there no.
10: they've never done before yes yes wildly out of character for that promo. all
1: right we we might need to drew can you hear us okay you back yeah i'm back are you there all right we might need to fix that and if we got to call drew we got to call drew it's it's what it is um to finish you this you up there? yeah i'm i'm here are you there I'm here. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's we'll good. Try, we'll try this one more time. So, go ahead. No, no, he's gone again. He, he's it's frozen. all good. All right. So,
10: this is on your end, I think. I don't think so.
1: No! Yeah. I'm here! I know. You're there. Go. Go ahead. Talk. There? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, we just kind of All right. We're, 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 we're we're just, just It's just not working. We're I gonna hear you.
10: everything you're
8: saying.
1: Yeah, we don't hear we don't you. Hear That's you. the problem. Gonna, we don't we don't hear you. you. Okay. We hear you dropping out every couple of seconds. So anyway. Yes.
0: You there?
1: Yeah, I'm here, but we can only do this for so long before we got to bail on it. I'm leaving the meeting. We'll just call you. We're just going to go ahead and call him. Call him real quick. We'll call Drew and, and we'll get it straightened away. Uh Drew Forrester, drewsmorningdish.com joining us this morning here on GCR. Hey, don't forget Tomorrow morning, the uh, Press Box Fantasy Football Show with Ken Zalas. It's brought to you by CCBC as well as Glory Days Grill and also our friends the Maryland Department of Transportation. We do it every Thursday morning at 1130 a.m., the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Of course, watch facebook.com slash pressboxsports or listen at pressboxonline.com slash radio. It's the Press Box Fantasy Football Show every thursday morning all right uh we're just going to do this via phone moving forward apologies we tried to make it work we like to do this on video but uh, technology is not our friend sometimes drew forrester uh back with us you're, you're going on about um mark turgeon and and how coaches tend to love these places but he was likely to get fired
10: right he was going to get fired and I, I think and the word that I keep thinking of, and I don't know, I man, this might sound strong, but I really think, like, he felt as if the, the whole environment was really poisonous and mm-hmm. toxic. Mm-hmm. And, and I think to that end, it wasn't going to get any better unless, again, they did something they hadn't done before. Every time they lose a game, or would have lost a game, Every time he would have lost a game, he, he was going to get hammered, right? I mean, and he knows that. Yep. He's now experienced it enough to know that that the onus of this and the burden of this has fallen for whatever reason. And I thought maybe I saw where Patrick Stevens opined on this to say, for whatever reason, his personality wasn't a good fit down there. And I thought that was an interesting comment, and he would know, because he's there all the time. Um, And I do think there's a relevant, I do think there's some relevance to that, and I'm not close enough to it to expound upon it, other than it just sounds like something reasonable. Like, maybe he just wasn't, over time, his act kind of worn thin. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a comparison. He reminded me a lot of the way the folks in Baltimore sort of turned on Billick after a while it kind of reminded me of that okay like every time that you know if Brian was Brian was awesome in 99 and we we're Banshees and son of a bitches and right. we're kicking the right. doors and then they won the Super Bowl and Brian said you don't talk about my linebacker like that you're you're not fit to talk about him and Brian was a uh, Brian was revered and then in about '04, they started 7-3, and three, and then they didn't make the playoffs, and he threw a couple of you peoples out at the press conference, and he started to point his finger, then they stunk, and he really got saved um, by that 14-2 and two season, right? That, that saved him. And then the following year, all hell broke loose, and that was the end of it. But by, the, by the, about the 2005-ish sort of time, people in town had grown a little tired of his act.
1: Mm-hmm. to me. And I
10: was on the air at that time, right? right I mean, right. I, I, I kind of remember it pretty vividly.
1: Right. He was um, he was an offensive coach with a bad offense. I mean, like, he, you know, right. 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 And
10: I think that the same sort, I'm not nearly as close to the Turgeon thing as I was Brian when he was here, but the Turgeon thing smells very similar to me. Like, you, you were really, at, at first, we were kind of happy to have you. Um, you. You came in, and look, let's be fair to Turgeon. He came in and inherited a program that was—I um, don't want to say had been run aground. Uh, that's probably strong, but he yeah. inherited a program that was struggling.
1: I, I, I'm gonna—I'm gonna disagree on. that. They were two years removed from the Gravis Vasquez season at that point.
10: Were, uh, okay, but he were... inherited a program. Gary Gary had sort of kind of. I don't want to say let it go, but Gary hadn't had a haircut in a while. I think
1: right? I think what you I think what you're trying to say isn't like that. What you're trying to say is they weren't the the Final Four team that that people were right. portraying. I'm not saying they were
10: terrible, but Gary,
4: but but, but He think...
1: came in and did
10: a. Let me just say this because the semantics of it don't matter. Right. He came in and for the most part, it was pretty much a seamless thing. He came in, he did a nice job. They won some games. But... They then they moved into the Big Ten, which was a a, a, a I don't want to say a catastrophic change, but nothing's been the same at Maryland, in my opinion. And I know why they did it, and they were broke, and I get it, and they get $52 million a year from the Big Ten. I get it, I get it, I get it. Nothing's been the same there since they moved into the Big Ten.
1: So let's let's me. let's let's cover a few of those things. Drew Forrester is with us. DrewsMorningDish Let's cover a few of those things. What the only thing that I would say that I think is different, Mark Turgeon was never revered at Maryland, and and that's the only thing uh, that uh, I would okay. I would I would separate him when the comparison you make to Brian Billick, and, and okay, it's and it's for two fine. reasons. One, well, he, he didn't win a championship. It's like both, that right? Like it's both that he didn't win a championship, and also he he there was never anything about him. It's always goofy to me though, like those those kids that go to the games and and dress up like Mark Turgeon, right? who are hilarious by the way they might be I don't know they don't really do anything for me Um, but like what was always goofy to me about it is I could never really understand like I've always assumed they were just guys that wanted attention because they're on a college campus right like and I get that trust me I did plenty of those things when I was in college some of them I continue to do in my life I know what it's like to want attention what never made any sense was like being particularly drawn to Mark Turgeon what were you drawn to he he never had a personality he was just sort of there and I'm not you know, at, at, and you brought up Patrick, he makes the point all the time. He didn't need, to, like, it would have been fake if Mark Turgeon would have attempted to be an over-the-top personality when he arrived at Maryland. I I don't think he should have faked it, but there was nothing to draw people to Mark Turgeon. The only thing that could draw him, you know, to them would have been him winning significantly. Then people would have said, I love this guy, but there was, he's not Bruce Pearl. He's not someone who's going to go rip his shirt off and go skinny dipping with everybody and, and and become the most popular he, that's just not his personality. He's a folksy Midwestern kind of aw shucks guy who doesn't, you know, doesn't do that type of stuff. So it it was he was never revered by anyone at Maryland. People at Maryland were certainly willing to give him the chance. That that's the part that I think is the 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 reaction to the way that Mark Turgeon is treated is by some like Seth Davis is being a clown right now. The there, there was absolutely a willingness from the Maryland fan base to give Mark Turgeon a chance because, for the most part, they were. if Gary Williams wasn't fired, he chose to leave. And people wanted to see Maryland continue to succeed. And for years, there was this, we'll give you a chance. The first three years were particularly bad. But that, okay, would... There can be an understanding of that in that era of college basketball, that it would take a little time for someone to build a program. And so if it takes three years for you to figure it out and get some players, they'd live with that. Everything really went south after the year where they went out and got Diamond Stone and they got Rashid Suleiman. And they were the number two team in the country coming into the season, which was always insane. And part of it, that's not Mark Turgeon's fault that insanely the rest of the country looked at this team and said, we think that's one of the best teams. They're a national championship contender, and then they were they were miserable. They were they weren't a fun team to watch. They didn't gel. Diamond Stone wasn't interested in being there. It was a disaster of a season that uh, they goofed into a, a winning an NCAA tournament game or two, but they never beat anybody that mattered. And that was when people said, "Oh, it doesn't. You've got the players. You still can't win." And everything went south from there. The first time he had the players. Everybody thought and couldn't win with them. The Maryland fan base said, Well, then what's going what's to be different the next time you have players? What, how's it going to be any different? And it okay. was never going to work from that point. It was just, right. it was never going to work. Uh, and I also
10: think that when you get a, I think for the most part, when a fan base turns on you, it, it's really, really hard to get back in their good grade. A yeah,
1: hundred percent. I mean, yeah. the only thing they can do it is literally winning something. You know, going to a final, right, doing right. something crazy.
5: Right. Like, winning right. a game so in Iowa is not going to do that. Right. And that was the whole thing with him. And I, and I think,
10: um, I, I think it's very, it's distinctly odd that he walked out in the first week of December because it just doesn't happen, particularly with someone of his ilk who, you know, for the most part is a well-established college basketball coach and probably will go on and coach somewhere else. I, I but assume,
1: but to, to that point, Drew, and I've brought this up with a couple of people, and I brought this up with Billis, who's like a, a, the top Mark Turgeon apologist on the face of the planet, Jay Billis. And even he said, like, that's it's rel- I, I think if you're the next school, how are you not thinking about a guy that was just willing to walk out in December? Oh, well, no
10: question. And I think he's going to be faced with You know, he's going to be faced with, and that's why sometimes, and I went through this, um, I went through this when I unfortunately had to fire Dave McWilliams when I was running the soccer team. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I said to Dave, I brought him in and I said, Dave, we can do this. I have so much respect for you. We, We can do this however you want to do it. And he said, well, I'm not a quitter. I've never quit on anything in my life. And I want to continue to coach. And I don't want to be known as a coach that quit in the middle of the season. He said that to me because I fired him on January the 29th. And I said, You're sure about this? And he's like, 100% sure. You're firing me, aren't you? I said, We are. He goes, Then say that.
8: Right. Just right. say it. Right.
10: And he was fine. And we were still very good friends. And he, he I mean, he didn't like it that day, but he, he kind of knew that it was over at that point. And I, it's interesting to bring up the semantics and the vernacular, right? Turgeon, in the long run, in the long run, he might have been better off just, just saying fired. to David yep. Evans, you
1: know you're going to yep. fire me, just fire me right now. Correct. Just fire me. And just, and, just, and just say you fired me, and I'm okay with it. That way like, I don't have to be the coach that walks, that somebody says, why'd you quit on your team in December?
10: Well, he's definitely at the next press conference, whatever that might be, whether wherever it is, you know, Creighton or yep. wh- wherever he goes, just, Someone there, if they're doing their job, is going to say, "Hey, Mark, can you kind of go through what exactly happened at Maryland?" Now he might have a Tiger Woods answer for them and say it's all in the police report or whatever. You know, right, he, he right. may be able to just right finagle his way around it. But it's a legitimate question. Like, yep. Coach, you you kind of walked out on your team in December, correct? And it felt like you walked out on your team because the fans were getting pissy with you, right? And you were tired of it. And what happens if the fans here in Creighton get pissed?
1: If, th- right? if things don't go well at the start of the season right. in two years, are you going to walk right. out on this team? Like... So
10: I think, I think in, in his, I think over, overall, not overall, but I think looking back on it now from 35,000 feet, I think you say, gee, Mark, you might have been better off if you have
1: just admitted what happened. I don't knew you were going to get fired. Right, but <laughs> I, and again, I, Maryland wasn't going to fire him in December. Like, Correct. They weren't going to do right. that. They would. They. You're, you're absolutely right. The, but the, the, the but trajectory they also weren't going on. to give him. But the, but they
10: also weren't going to give him the sort of support. Oh, no. That yeah. I think he felt like he needed. Right.
1: But the, the only embarrassing part about all and I, through all of this, Drew, the embarrassing part for Maryland and from if this was ever going to be something that was going to be possible, you, you could have handled this months ago. Like. If there was any world in which you were going to say to yourself, "But boy, you're going to have to get off to a hot start next year," then just just deal with it. Then start dragging it out and, and losing a recruiting year. That's the only part of this that nobody can really well. Justify. And again,
10: it goes back to I wrote about this today at Drew's Morning Dish. Like it goes back to that word of expectations. Like if you're Turgeon and you say to Damon Evans and or whomever else is in this this sphere down there of influence. Guys, let, let's be honest here a second. What do I need to do this year? Coming up, tell me, give me a scenario of what right. I need to do this year to get whatever whatever the term is you want to use. Get you guys off my back or get 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 a little bit of breathing room or what just tell me. Mark, you know what you're honestly you're gonna have to do? You're probably gonna have to go to the final four. Okay. Yeah, then that's what I got to do? do. I got to go to the Final Four. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Now I know where you're at. Yeah. Something. And now like I'm that. gonna. Right. Now I'm gonna say to you, do you do know that out of the 300 teams that play college basketball, only four get there? Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, it's 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 the, it's, <laughs> so, it's extraordinarily unlikely. The odds say that's not happening. That's right. That's the reality.
10: So I do think it's a fascinating story, and I think um, you know the back end of it becomes. And I don't know the answer to this. I'm just throwing the question out there. What does this story do for Maryland when they're out there looking for a coach? Is there any toxicity to it that someone that, I'm just going to throw Mike Bray's name out there just because, Yeah. is there any toxicity to it that Mike Bray says, you know, three years ago I would have left Notre Dame in a heartbeat because I'm from that area. I got a lot of friends in Baltimore. I love Tarks. I, 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 I'm connected to that area. Three years ago, I'd have taken that gig in a heartbeat. Mm, now I don't know. i got to research it more. or I got And Bray could be a poor example of this. Yeah, at, at, I this
1: think, at, at this point, I Mike, Mike, Bray, really wants the Mike job. Bray would crawl to this job, particularly yeah, right. given, given the but, way things but, have gone at Notre Dame the last couple of years. But pick
10: seasons. someone else that they pick another candidate that Maryland might want who wouldn't be predisposed to just a knee-jerk, yeah, I'll take it. So I'm asking well, if I, this it's, scenario it's, I, has created a cloud over Maryland to the point that some guy they really want might go. eh, you know what? I'm good.
1: I think this, I don't know the answer. Right, and I would say that this is probably far lesser than other problems. Like it, it's a it's a bigger problem at Maryland that they don't have a basketball practice facility. Like they're, they're okay. the only Power Five school that doesn't have a specific basketball practice facility. Right? Like that that's where I'm talking about. Like when I say I don't think there's a chance in all hell that Nate Oates is coming to Maryland, it's not because of what happened with Mark Turgeon. It's because he's not sure... Like, when when people say, well, this is a basketball school, are you? What is the proof? What is the proof that Maryland is a basketball school? Tell me that. Explain to me how we know, how the rest of the country knows that Maryland is a basketball school. Um, It might be more of a basketball school than it is a football school, but it sure as hell hasn't been a relevant basketball school. Like, this is the reality of the circumstances. So...
5: I I yeah, I think it's a I I think it's a fascinating story.
1: Um but I look, they're going to they're they're going to be that all being said, they're going to have plenty of candidates that would be interested in this job. Oh, plenty 100%. I mean, right. it pays 3 million dollars a year. But, and 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 it's still <laughs> it's still a a recruiting area that people would want to be in and that they would like there are still people that would leave may, maybe not Nate Oates, and maybe not some other guys that have good jobs. But there are still plenty of guys that have jobs right now that would say, I've got more of a chance of winning a national championship there than where I am. I just I don't know that there are going to be names that the Maryland fans are going to say, God, I am phew, I am fired up now that Kevin Willard is my head coach. Or I am fired up now that Ed Cooley is the head coach at Maryland. Which is a great hire. But I just don't know that it's going to get the fan base fired up. Let me, let me cover uh, two things with you really quickly before I let you go. One, um, where are you with the... This just might be the that the Marlon Humphrey thing. Just might be the end of the road for the Ravens. For everything they've been through, that at some point it just might become something that is too much for them to overcome.
8: Well,
10: I think I base a lot of it on the schedule. I, I, I mean, I think it, it would be totally different if they had remaining if they had you know the Bears, the Lions, the Steelers, um, the the Broncos, and the Chiefs, or whatever. I mean, you know, in some way. I think they're really in trouble based on who they're playing. Um, you know, if they don't win this Sunday, they're in big trouble. I, I don't know that Landry's going to catch 11 balls for 120 yards again, but he but he did the last time. Um, then they have to go – then they have to play Green Bay, and I heard that quarterback's pretty good. He's got a good wide receiver. And then they play the Rams, and their wide receiver might be the best in the league. Now, granted, uh, the quarterback's n- n- never been great on the road, but neither here nor there they – their schedule is very daunting for their, for their blemishes. I guess that's my answer. And I think, I think it's going to come down to the last game. I think they're going to play the last game at home. And if they win, they're in. And if they lose, they're out. That's the way I see it okay. unfolding. Okay. That, now, that said, I did a poll last night at Tourism Morning Dish. 70, 77% of the people thought the Ravens were going to make the playoffs. That said, um, I, you know they could win one more game. I mean, it, 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 they are so wrecked. And I, and I do think, certainly not suggesting they don't have pride. So when I say this, don't, don't read into it. If they go up there this week or out there this weekend and they lose 30 to 17, that it, now, now, it's in, now it's in their head, right? If they go out there this week and they win without Humphrey, and at least John can go in the locker room and say, hey, I love that guy, I love 44. We don't need him. We're good. Right, right. Told you we're good. Brandon Stevens, next man up. Uh, Tavon Young, next man up. Told you guys we were good. I, I think this game is really, really important for them psych- psychologically. That if they lose, and it, I don't know that it matters how they lose, but if they go out there and they get clobbered because they can't score any points and Mayfield has a good day and they lose 30-13 to 13 or 30-16, to 16, I think they're in trouble. That I mean- think this is... This game is almost going to decide it.
1: I, this is, is probably as close to a sure thing, right? I and mean, it's not, they're not even favorites, right? But like, you can't beat this Browns team you just beat a week ago that couldn't do anything against. Like that, that's a that's alarming. I mean, that's alarming if it if it falls apart that quickly um, within. The I span guess. Of- I mean, I don't
10: know how much more, and I'm going to sound sympathetic now and I am a little, I don't know how much more you can pile on these guys. Oh,
1: I, I agree. I mean,
10: I don't blame... I'm not saying piling on in the, in the... Right. I'm not saying... You know what I mean. I don't know how much more dirt you can shovel on these right. guys. With the one exception
1: They've... of... Uh, the only exception to this is I blame... L- Lamar Jackson should not be playing this poorly against Cover Zero. I mean, th- this is... Okay. This is I mean, really eye-opening, and I, as a whole, I certainly get that he's dealing with a lot of things. They can't run the ball like it, but but simply trying to go downfield to Mark Andrews instead of throwing the ball to the guys that are open underneath, and and we want to yell and scream about Greg Roman about it instead of watching what he's. Their throws are all there to be made, and he's just not making them. And I I'm willing to acknowledge that it's complicated. He's trying to get a contract. There's a lot going on, but. The quarterback should not be playing this poorly right now.
10: I can't. No, I would agree with that, and, I, and, I, and I've been saying this for two or three weeks, and it keeps sort of coming to a head every, every week. I, I think this—if you think the Turgeon slash Maryland slash coaching thing is an interesting topic, oh. it, it doesn't hold a candle yep. to the topic of yep. are they going to have? Are they going use this year as a barometer? I mean, they're going to have to give this kid $24 million next year or a new contract, or not, right? right. They can franchise him, yep. but they can, they can pick up the option, give him $24 million, or they can try to give him $40 million. I, I I think this is a, this is the story of, to me, this is the story of, 2021 slash 22 are they going to pay this kid 250 million dollars
1: if if he plays the same way for it, it's one thing for us say it's been three it's three games that we're talking about right he's he's struggling three games before that he was an mvp caliber quarterback um but if it becomes eight games if it comes half a season that you play like this there's there's no chance they're handing him a Patrick Mahomes contract in the offseason. Zero.
10: None. They couldn't. I mean, I, I I hear you, but I but I also would say or or at least submit to you you, you you really need to do a you need to really do a deep dive into how much of this has been on him. Well, again, how much has been on the line? How much has been on And I don't know the answer to this. I'm throwing it out there. Is there something physically wrong with him that's related
1: to COVID? Understood. All of those things are are not – I'm not dismissing them. I'm saying the very simplistic, there is someone wide open in the middle of the field or to your left, and you are, instead of throwing them the ball, running around in the backfield and either running into a sack or chucking the ball downfield – I, I I don't care what's going on. That's no NFL quarterback can make the throw that he made that was intercepted in the end zone. None. If you are Zach Wilson, you can't do that. It it's it's truly problematic. All right. I, I quickly play. Uh, would you rather Wednesday? Just so I can say I did it today. Uh, yep. Would you Would you rather Wednesday? Uh, it'll be brought to you today by Glory Days Grill because we're giving away a twenty five dollar gift card to Glory Days Grill. I know Drew loves. You haven't tried the uh, short rib grilled cheese yet, have you? No i got to get over there. I have to get over there for a short rib-grilled cheese at Glory Days Grill. Glorydaysgrill.com, of course, is the website. Get your order in today and enjoy a delicious meal, courtesy of our friends at Glory Days. All right, number one, would you rather uh, we end up getting the Brady-Belichick Super Bowl that everybody assumes that we're getting at this point or we get something completely random like Rams-Bengals?
10: Well, I can't believe you're asking me this because I'm going to write this tomorrow. Other than the Ravens, I, I absolutely 1 million percent want to see New England and Tampa, and I think that it would be the biggest sporting event in my lifetime.
1: It, it, there's no question that it would be over, for the world, it would be overwhelming. And, and if the NFL has any ability to rig the games, by the way, this is a, if, if we get anything but buccaneers Bengal or Buccaneers-Patriots, we will know with certainty that the NFL cannot rig anything. Yeah, right, right, right. We will no know doubt. it will be a defi- if any other team plays in the Super Bowl besides those two teams, you will get a definitive answer that the NFL is not capable of rigging the games. Because if they have any ability at all to do it, they're going to make sure that they get those two teams in the Super Bowl. Because you're right. It would be the biggest thing that ever happened in football history. I, no doubt. I have no interest in it. Uh, number two. Uh, <laughs> you don't? No, no. I can't wait. I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. It was like when we got another uh, Brady-Manning AFC championship game at the end. I'm like, again, we're doing the same thing again yeah but this um, is but this is I, I this know this is so I know, much different I know uh, would you rather Maryland goes the young unproven route and hires Baltimore's own Kim English or the super proven but much older and controversial route and hires Rick Pitino
8: um,
10: I probably would say I would rather them hire English okay um, I, I I don't know I think there's enough. Rick Pitino's at Iona for a reason. Well, I mean, there's, an, yeah, there's, but... there's enough. He's done enough.
8: Right.
10: I, I would rather them, and i and I don't know much about Kim, Kim English other than obviously he's got ties to this area and he's a Baltimore guy, and um, I, 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 I would think I would rather have, have them hire English.
1: And then number three, a football fairy offers you the chance for Marlon Humphrey to get a second opinion that actually says he's fine, or. Offers you an incredible late-season return from J.K. Dobbins, complete with circumvented IR rules.
10: Oh, one million percent. You'd rather have a running back.
1: Okay. All right. I mean,
10: our offense is our offense is dreadful. It's a mess at this it's point. I hear you. All right. Uh, but, but then the answer, but the, the flip side of that may be, how's he going to gain the yards?
1: I hear you. I hear you. It's something. That, <laughs> it's something that people brought up in responding to this. Uh, DrewsMorningDish.com at It's a Hooded Four Iron on Twitter. Next Tuesday night, come out to the Towson game, Towson UNC Greensboro. Bring your coats, bring your clothes for helping up. And next Thursday night, location to be announced, maybe as early as today. That's what yep. we're saying. All right, very we're, good.
10: I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a return a reply
1: right now. Excellent. All right, pal. Appreciate you. Syria. Drew Forrester, DrewsMorningDish.com. What are your uh, Would You Rather Wednesday responses, Paul? Yeah, yeah, I've got it.
0: Right, right. Yep. Um, so for the first one, which is
1: let me read number one, it. is the uh, the the Super Bowl, the Brady Belichick. Yeah, I, uh,
0: I I don't really care for either one of them, but it would probably be the most. Com- if it's not the Ravens, it's going to be the most compelling. I have to, I'd have to go Buccaneers Patriots.
1: Overwhelmingly, and I'm not surprised by this, people here on my side just couldn't stomach it. Could not stomach two weeks of that being everything that everybody's talking about and the great. Yeah. I just I could not.
0: It'd be hard to deal and, with,
1: and, that. and 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 interestingly, right? Like I'm, I shouldn't care about that any longer because I don't, I don't listen, I don't watch any shows, I don't listen to anything. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm, it's, I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they're talking about on ESPN. I don't care what they're talking about on Fox. I don't care what they're talking about on radio. I, I it is. I am unconcerned by any of it. But it's hard to avoid, yeah. and particularly oh, yeah, hard to definitely. avoid on on social media. Um, so I just want to live my life and I'm just being bombarded with Brady and Belichick for two weeks.
0: It's one of those things that even infiltrates like local news. Like, Correct. If, you know what I mean? I, In I conversation
1: and you're just trying you're going out and everybody's like, dude, Brady and Belichick. You're like, Jesus Christ. Why would I want to talk about this? Why right. is this something you think? Because you know that I do sports. So you're like, let's talk about Brady. But I'm like, I have no
0: interest. I've become like that with a lot of sports conversations because a lot of people will ask me my opinions on sports yeah. just so they can hear themselves talk to me mm-hmm. afterwards I'm just I don't have any interest in I doing just don't this. care. I yeah. just don't care. And yeah. there are
1: some people in my life I just tell them I'm like, "Dude, I don't care about this." This is yeah. not something that I care. What, what what are you doing? Why why are you talking to me about this? There are other people that like I'm just too kind mm-hmm. like my family. I don't know how to say to them like or and, and I and I I do I, this every day. I love I love my in-laws to death. I'll be like, "So, the football." I'm like, what? What? Like, what? Who cares? I, I, you don't have to fake anything. You can tell me about your trip to the Grand Tetons. I don't. This is not. I don't need this.
0: Um, um, number two. Scenario number two. I think I. I think I'd take Kim English, young up-and-coming coach, uh, coming back into this area. I think it would infuse some some enthusiasm and energy into the program.
1: Of the two, I would take Kim English. If we replaced Rick Patino with Bruce Pearl, it would be tougher for me. Yeah, I, I really I, I really am. Seth Greenberg did a hell of a sales job with me on Bruce Pearl. Like, you know, come in, comes in here, acts like a maniac, goes crazy. Everybody loves him. I, I'd be hard to say I wouldn't want that. It'd be hard for me to say I'd pass with it. But Pitino, I would take Kim English over Patino.
0: For the scenario number three... I love J.K. Dobbins. He's probably my favorite player on this Ravens team. He's the only uh, recent jersey that I. You own. should probably
1: go take a picture of yourself putting some clothes in a drop-off box because <laughs> you could end up winning an autographed uh, J.K. Dobbins canvas if that's the case. If you've forgotten, we're doing that. Yeah, you go drop off clothes in any of our drop-off boxes. Take a picture, tweet me at Glenn Clark Radio, uh, or email me, and you're registered to win this autographed 16 by 20 J.K. Dobbins canvas. I, I
0: may have to do it. There's one right next to the place I work. That's at, right, but, but um. As much as I love him, without Marlon Humphrey, with the receivers that the Ravens have coming up, I just don't see how... Because they they were winning games with the defense, like that game against the Browns, and they were were in that game against the Steelers because of the defense. Mm -hmm. To me, without Marlon Humphrey, you don't have guys that can cover Devontae Harris and uh, Cooper Cup, Devonte D- Adams. Devonte yeah. Adams. Sorry, Devonte made, Adams, made Deontay Harris,
1: and Devonte Har- uh, yeah. Adams. One person.
0: Uh, but you don't have anybody that can cover Adams or Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase. And for me, Humphrey's the guy who can potentially still get you into the playoffs and help you maybe get win a couple of games in there. Dobbins. Dobbins is as my, my
1: phone just started calling my dad.
0: Oh, Bye. is it?
1: I'm not kidding. My phone, was, which was, as you can tell, was sitting right there, yeah. just started calling
0: my father. It's a sign from above that you That's need to call very your dad weird. today. I'm going to call show. my dad now. Yeah, you, you should. He'll probably call me back in a second. Uh, I, a call? I, I think that Dobbins... Th- where, like Drew said, where's the yardage to get? Like, like I think he'd get. Be- yeah, I think he'd be better than anybody that they have. But I don't think it'd be good enough that it can help them overcome the Marlon Humphrey injury. I, I, I
1: probably agree with that. I probably agree. All right, uh, Project Game Day returns. Continue to get me your responses, at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter for Would You Rather Wednesday. We're way out of time for me to go through them. I'm sorry. It's twelve seventeen, and we didn't even get to do the other thing I thought we might get to do today. And that's just the way these shows tend to go. because I had to talk about Shannon at the top of show. Shannon today's show also brought to you by project game day it returns this sunday i'll be with you at halftime kz ken Zalis joins me post game facebook.com slash pressbox sports for both shows pressboxonlinecom slash radio for the post game show it's all brought to you by glory days grill Wind Donation, and underdog fantasy football when we come back in we'll get a tidbit and to wrap it up it's glenn clark radio Hey, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. Cold weather has arrived, and that means one thing: higher energy bills. But the good news is that Window Nation is here to help. For a limited time, get 50% off all-style windows, bays, bows, double hung, and sliders, plus a house of windows for only $99 a month. Rising natural gas prices are affecting everyone, but new Window Nation windows can help get 50% off any style window and a house of windows for only only $99 a month. Call Window Nation today at 866-90-NATION or go online at windownation.com. That's December only. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you.
4: That first sip. <gasps> that first bite. Mmm.
1: Duffy's Garage is a family-owned and operated car care facility in beautiful Baldwin, Maryland, an authorized Maryland inspection station and Napa ProCare Center with ASE-certified techs. Tell them that Glenn Clark sent you and receive 10% off your service with a max discount of $150. You gotta trust where you take your car, so take it to where I take mine. Duffy's Garage in Baldwin. Duffy'sGarageMD.com
4: I love driving my tractor trailer, and just like you, I just want to make it to my
9: destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you, and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks.
4: Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration.
1: The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Mike Ashley dives in on 20 seasons for Brenda Freeze as the head coach of the Maryland women's basketball team as she looks back but also looks forward. Plus, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from every D1 program in the area. And the very first Baltimore interview with Elijah Green, the son of former Raven Eric Green, who could well be the Orioles pick with the number one spot in next year's MLB draft. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You've got questions. They've got answers. Sure, I mean, we'll go with that.
3: It's Glenn and Paul on Glenn Clark Radio. All
1: right. Today's show is also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Loop service center. Ask for Mobile One. Let's go ahead and get a tidbit tidbit of the day brought to you today by the baltimore area chick-fil-a restaurants if you're looking for a simple holiday meal then try chick-fil-a catering from chick-fil-a nuggets to mac and cheese enjoy a variety of tray options size perfectly for your get together order through the chick-fil-a app and bring smiles to your family gathering availability and order requirements vary see restaurant for details
0: all right. On Sunday, the Ravens allowed a season high seven sacks and only recorded one sack of their own by Calais Campbell. The Ravens for the season have recorded just twenty-six sacks led by Tyus Bowser with five and a half. Rookie linebacker Oda- Odafe Owe has five sacks this season, second second on the team in twelve games, and on pace for just over seven sacks in his first NFL season. A far cry from Terrell Sugg's franchise rookie record of twelve. In fact, no Raven has recorded more than 9.5 sacks since Suggs tallied 11 in 2017. On the other hand, O.A.'s college teammate and fellow rookie, Michael- Micah Parsons, has 10 sacks through 12 games. He's on pace for just over 14 sacks. Yeah,
1: he's going to be the, uh, de- yeah. the defensive rookie of the year.
0: Though the Cowboys have also recorded just 26 sacks as a team. The NFL rookie record for sacks is 14.5, and six players have, t- have in total have tallied more than 12 sacks in their rookie campaigns. Who are they?
1: Say that one more time.
0: So the, the NFL rookie record for sacks yes. is 14 and right, a half, right, right. and six players in total have had more, more than 12 in, okay. sacks in their rookie campaigns. Who are they? Um, God. Uh, Sean Merriman? No.
1: He was rookie of the year, though. Um, God, I'm trying to remember.
0: Uh, was it Javon Curse? Javon Curse, number one, 14 and a half do remember that now
1: who else who else had
0: Chandler Jones
1: no how about oh god this is going to going to drive me nuts unique in Gakway? no i know these are guys that had good rookie seasons though yeah
0: I mean, they still had. I mean, Terrell Suggs had 12, and he's not on this list. You know, so they had good seasons.
1: Yeah, it does. I guess it is. A, it takes a, a significantly high number. Um, how about? God, 12. It was twelve and a half and a half. Was the number?
0: 12 was the number. 12 that's, that's was the number. Here. And I, I'll give you a hint. It's not really going to give it away. It's not going to give not it away. Yet. Ryan okay. Kerrigan. No. Mm. Dwight Freeney. Dwight Freeney tied for third with thirteen. Okay.
1: Am I am I overthinking this? Are we gonna? I, you're thinking wait wait, you're wait, thinking. wait, 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 wait don't, 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 Let me, let me, let me work through it. Okay. Like I, I'm, I'm thinking that I should be. Bruce Smith. No. Reggie White.
0: Reggie White tied for third with 13, and he did that in 13 games. That's incredible.
5: How many more are there?
0: Uh, you are missing one, two, three. Jeez. You're missing three. Um, I'm missing three.
1: All right, it's 12-24. We should probably. All right, give me something. No, uh, I, I, uh, one of the Boses.
0: No, none, none of the Boses. One is fairly recently. One was in the mid to late 90s, and the other one was in the mid 80s.
1: Richard Dent. Kevin Green,
0: no.
1: Somebody, there's a Kevin.
0: No, uh, you 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 already guessed Reggie. What I was thinking is a guy whose last name is a color, but no, yeah, I did did
1: already. I already did do that. That's true. Uh, uh, Give me a team. Give me some uh, Von Miller.
0: Not Von Miller. Uh, Buccaneers.
1: Buccaneers. 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 Recently or Buccaneers?
0: Mid to late nineties.
1: Mid to late nineties. Buccaneers. Mid to late nineties. Won a Super Bowl. Warren Sapp?
0: No. I was going to say.
1: Simeon Rice. Simeon, Simeon Rice, Rice. Tied for
0: fifth with 12 and a half. Yeah, Simeon Rice. Broncos. Recently? Fairly recently. In the last 10 Bradley years. Bradley Chubb? No.
1: Fairly recently. Fairly recently. In the last 10 years?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Man. Uh, so it wasn't Von Miller.
0: It wasn't Von Miller.
1: Uh, I'm guessing it wasn't, it's too, I mean, Elvis Dumerville was way before that. I don't know, who is it? I mean, we just don't have uh, time.
6: Uh,
0: Alden Smith.
1: I don't remember, Alden Smith with the Broncos. Was,
0: was he the with the
6: Broncos? I don't well, think no, so. You know what, no. he, he, was, Smith, he was with the 49ers. Yeah, That's who I,
0: I'm sorry, that was my fault. All right, I way, mess, way, I did, way, to, way to mess up. it all up. I'm sorry. Way to mess it
1: all up. All right, well, who's the other one? Then? Leslie O'Neill. Oh, I should have gotten Leslie O'Neill. Leslie O'Neill is one of the all-time... So, Leaders in sacks.
0: Alden Smith had 14 with the with the 49ers and Leslie right. O'Neill had 12 and a half.
1: All right. Very good. Uh, tidbit was also brought to you today by the Tyus Bowser Show, which returns on the 21st final episode of the Tyus Bowser Show, Tuesday, December 21st. It's Skip Jacks on Bel Air Road in Overly. We will see you then. It's brought to you by PressBox, Grade 8's memorabilia, My Bookie, Window Depot Baltimore, windowdepotbaltimore.com, as well as Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, duffysgaragemd.com. Tubular brought to you by the print issue of Pressbox, which is available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find it. Read it all pressboxonline.com. Only a couple days left to get this one with Brenda Freeze on the cover. And then the best of Baltimore sports issue hits newsstands soon. So we're looking forward to that and making the announcement about who our sports person of the year is. But go get this one in the meantime before it's gone. And again, it is going to be gone very soon. You can read it all pressboxonline.com. Here's what's coming up tonight. Totally tubular-wise, lots of local college hoops teams in action. Patrick Stevens has been telling you for some time. UMBC's got a shot. They're on the road tonight against Georgetown, 830 on Fox Sports One. Towson will try to pull off an upset there at Ohio State tonight at nine on ESPNU. Coppins at George Washington at 630 on ESPN Plus. Loyola looking for an upset there at St. Bonaventure at seven on ESPN Plus as well. The Maryland Women host Purdue at seven on Big Ten Network Plus. The rest of the college basketball, find at glennclarkradio.com. Some more Big Ten games, just straight-up Big Ten matchups on BTN. Indiana, Wisconsin, 7. Michigan State, Minnesota at 9. NBC Sports Washington for Wizards. Pistons at 7. ESPN Bucks Heat at seven thirty. Blazers Warriors at 10. NHL Network Avalanche Rangers at 7. TNT's got Stars Golden Knights at 10 after AEW Dynamite at 8.
0: Anything non-sports-wise we need to mention? Uh, Nicole Kidman's can be on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon at eleven thirty. Nicole Kidman on NBC. Uh, Hard Knocks in season in the Indianapolis Colts at ten oh, o'clock yeah. on the HBO. See No Evil at ten o'clock on Investigation Discovery, and um, on Disney Plus, Hawkeye episode four. Oh,
1: I haven't even started watching it yet. That's how far behind I am in my life. I gotta get on that.
0: I I've gotta... never watched any of the Marvel shows. That is a mistake. That is a mistake. I, I, and, I always plan to, but I'm I'm still trying to catch up you, on everything you should, else. You
1: should. feel ashamed. You should. You you should just feel will, like I an awful.
0: Hang my oh, head it's in not shame. That big of a deal.
1: All right. Uh, thanks. Uh, Tibbit or Tubular was also brought to you by Window Nation. Rising energy bills because it's cold, but Window Nation is here to help. For December only, 50% off all-style windows and a house of windows for only $99 a month. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. Thanks today to, to uh, Drew Forrester. Thanks also to Mike DeCoursey. We'll get that and the Tyus Bowser Show with special guest James Prochet up in the greatest hits section
0: of the Archive tab at
1: glenclarkradio.com. Tomorrow on the program, John Feinstein is going to join us. Uh, we'll talk to him about Maryland. We'll talk to him about all the typical things you talk to John Feinstein about. Uh, he's got a new book out as well the fantasy show with Ken Zales, uh we'll make our picks anything else that's uh no that's about it for all now. right all right stuff and things as well on the program tomorrow thanks to everybody at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners including window nation you know what i got this list ccbc glory days grill window nation royal farms exxon k and s automotive the maryland lottery great eights memorabilia live casino hotel the Baltimore area Chick fil A restaurants, Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Window Depot, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoida.com, and my bookie. Thanks to Paul Valley. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Valley Third. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go Loyola and Coppin and Towson and UMBC and the Maryland women. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.